a lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. It's Livingston Academy football presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight, the Wildcats 2-5 will play host to the 6-1 Macon County Tigers. Good evening. I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. And David, uh, the simple way to put this is Macon County is 6-1 on the year. They're 3-1 in region play their only loss came against Upperman by a single touchdown back on September 1st. This is a very good Tigers team. Very, very good football team. Always well coached. Well coached again this year. Very physical football team. You, you, if you like uh, ground and pound, this is the game you want to watch because this Macon County team, they love to run the football and they're, and they're physical up front on both sides of the ball. It's, it's been an interesting game. Yeah, now, uh, you know, a couple note, things of note uh, that we've been getting from the coaches throughout the week, even in a short week, uh, worth pointing out. Macon County's offensive line, while they are physical, they are fast and athletic, they are slightly smaller than several offensive lines we have played this year. So we look for the defensive line to step up a bit here tonight. Yeah, you've got to get pressure. you got to get containment in the backfield, keep the running backs from getting it outside and uh... – you know, if we could dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage, you know, anything can happen. I know we talked about it earlier. I think Livingston's going to try to have that brand of football themselves tonight. We're not going to see a whole lot of spread out and throwing it all over the field. I think we're going to see a lot more running off tackle by Livingston Academy tonight. So this could be the shortest game in the history of football if both teams are, are, are stick to the stick to the run game. Yeah, tonight we have uh, heard, we have gotten notes that John Geist may line up at fullback. Jake Hughes may come in and play a little halfback in the backfield alongside Trey Coleman or Mason Anderson. Going to be a hefty formation tonight probably from the Wildcats. David, before we jump into the rest of our pregame show here in WLIV, one other question becomes containing or that is slowing down. The Mr. Football finalist last year, Gabe Borders. When you're going up against a guy like that, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, free safety, defensive back, cornerback, plays all of these different positions. He's all over the field. Uh, How do you defend that? How do you combat that on offense, defense? What do you do with a guy like that? Well, Gabe Borders Borders is a just Mr. Football finalist. He's a Mr. Football finalist, yeah. That that says all you need to know about him. The thing with him, with a player like that, when you get your hands on him, you've got to get him to the ground. He's going to get his yards. He's going to have, you know, I think he's been over 100 yards every game this year. So he's going to get his yards. But when you have the opportunity to get him on the ground, 
you've got to get him down, and you can't let him have yards after contact. I would expect all night to see one, maybe two guys constantly. Their entire job is where is Gabe Borders? Yeah, you just got. I mean, you got to know where he's at. He's yeah. the best player on the field. You got to know where he's at at all times. At all times tonight, it's Livingston Academy hosting Macon County. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres. Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Sophomore football player Drew Goolsby. Drew, it's been a bit of an up and down year, but but you guys have kind of competed in every game. You've been in every single ball game. Uh, you know what has to happen. What do you guys have to do? You think to to come out on the winning side of some of these closer ball games? We have to fix some of the minor things, some penalties we've had. We've had a couple of drives where we'll have a block in the back or miss tackle when they get a first down. we got to win those small plays. You obviously play a whole lot on the defensive side. I want to look back before we look forward. Uh, you guys did, truthfully, in a lot of ways, an incredible job last week against Stone, against a very talented quarterback in, in Nick Osmond. What was the plan going in, and, and why were you guys able to find so much success against him? Uh, we brought pressure. Every time he was trying to get outside of the pocket, everybody, the whole line was going at him. We had good coverage most of the time, and we just had a we mixed up on a couple of zones and got lucky. Yeah, this week uh, a bit of a short week, but making County a complete opposite of that. Right, wants to be 
downhill, run the ball, very physical. Do you kind of take that as a personal challenge from the linebacker position, knowing that you're going up against the team that uh, just wants to kind of run down your throat? Yeah, we've had trouble with that in the past, but if we just come out there and be the more physical team, we'll beat them. It's a short week here taking on Macon County. Uh, in fact, tomorrow night instead of Friday night, you guys will do that. Uh, what has that process been like for you and the guys, kind of having to speed your week up a little bit? A uh, short week, we just had to work more in our days, get focused during practice. What do you have to do tomorrow night to help this team get a win? What is the Drew Goolsby role defensively uh, tomorrow night? i got to lead the defense. i got to make sure everybody's where they're supposed to be at and fill our gaps. How much easier does it make it to do that job, to be that guy, when you have Seth Smith out there, right there to your left or to your right? He He's my backhand guy. He just keeps me where I'm at, keeps me in check. If I mess up one play, he's right in my ear telling me that I need to fix that. Senior or sophomore football player. I'm trying to give you a couple of years there, Drew. Uh, Drew Goolsby, sophomore football linebacker here at Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Crisscrossing UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. It's a special Thursday edition of Livingston Football. Let's take a look at matchups happening tomorrow night across the Upper Cumberland. Stone Memorial will travel to Jamestown, where York will put their undefeated record on the line once again against the 5-1 Panthers. Stone Memorial head coach Derek Sambers said the margin for error this week is razor thin. The margin for error uh, is non-existent against York, and so uh, I think we had uh, five penalties in the second half that extended drives for Livingston. Uh, maybe some of those are beyond our control, uh, and then two big turnovers. Uh, and those guys know who they are, and they knew it when it happened. But certainly taking ownership of that and emphasizing ball security this week because it's. Uh, enough to beat us against a good York team. Meanwhile, Dragons head coach Derwin Wright pointed out what they have to do to defend a dynamic athlete like Nick Osmond. So he, he's a dual threat uh, uh, and does a great job. Uh, they're going to be one, one of the more aggressive teams that we've played this year, if not the most aggressive team. So, you know, we're going to have to we're going to have to match that aggressiveness. We've got to play fundamentally solid and. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be a great test for our defense and uh, our D-line up front. Like I said, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's an excellent football player. He's making great decisions and, uh, you know, that shares the ball. I mean, you know, you, you, you don't, they don't just throw to one person. So, you know, there's a and, – and he is also, like you said, a dual threat for us. So it's going to be a good test for our defense. Both coaches also mentioned they anticipate a playoff-type atmosphere. White County got back in the win column last week, taking on Cumberland County. This week, they stay home but welcome in a team from outside the region in CAK. Warriors head coach Curtis Beatty was happy to get back in the win category. Well, anytime you win it's, uh, in high school football, it doesn't matter who you play or where the game's played or anything. Uh, a win's a win is a win. You know what I'm saying? We just, our kids are excited to get back in the win column. Uh, they've, they've worked their tails off, been in ball games, came up close, and just Finally, to cross the finish line and uh, look up the scoreboard and see your team ahead of the other team is uh, a huge boost. 
C.A.K., very inconsistent, has scored 50-plus in three wins, but averages only 13 points in their four losses. Jackson County has won two of their last three, but the level of competition ramps up this week. Blue Devils head coach Sean Loftus is happy to be healthy, but also said he needs everything from his team this week physically. You know, you've got to give me everything that you've got uh, and then some because it's going to take that uh, to compete and win a ball game against a very talented Smith County team uh, that, you know, probably got uh, over twice the amount of kids on, uh, on on their roster, probably three times the amount of kids on their roster as we have on ours, but, you know, we got to give everything. Everybody, all 22 have got to give everything that they have come Friday. Smith County is five and two. Their only losses by a combined 17 points to Macon County and Upperman. Cumberland County is still searching for win number one in the region as they travel to DeKalb County. Tigers head coach Steve Trapp, like many this year, was clear that the Jets are better than their record may say. All right, well, definitely. I mean, their guys—they play extremely hard. You know, me and Coach Trapp was. Uh, actually in college together and played baseball so we go back a long ways have a lot of respect for you know what he's doing there and the work that you can tell on film is you know it's starting to show up so again it's uh, you know just like every week uh you know just up to the challenge of making sure that we can do our alignment our assignment on all phases of the football game and that we're aware of the potential of the things that they can do and then just make sure that uh you know we're disciplined enough to do our part so that we have an opportunity to be successful in the end. The Jets have scored more than 17 points in just one game this year. DeKalb County averages 20.5 per game. Warren County will play their third straight road game at Tullahoma. Pioneers are trying to snap a six-game losing streak, while Tullahoma has won five of their last six. Their only loss during that run coming by a single point. Pickett County visits Sale Creek this week, also trying to snap a losing streak as they sit at 1-5 on the year. Sale Creek is 5-2, scoring better than 35 points in four of their seven games. All three Putnam County schools, along with Clay County, observed their bye week this week. A full preview of games tomorrow night is coming up later on in postgame, and a full recap is Saturday morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Wildcats football is coming in minutes. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet, just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson.
Hi, this is David Price, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. The speed of business is moving faster than ever, and for your business to thrive, you need internet that can keep up. At Twin Lakes, we deliver tailored business solutions like cutting-edge phone systems, enhanced voicemail, top-notch conferencing services. With these speeds, you can power through tasks and connect as many devices as your business requires, all without missing a beat. Ready to bring your business up to speed? Contact us today at 476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Pre-game here with defensive back and wide receiver Jake Hughes. And apparently, basically anything else this coaching staff asks you to do, you just line up and do it. The One Bank, one to watch. One Bank, helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank, member FDIC. Uh, so far this year, what's been your favorite thing? Is it wide receiver, defensive back? Was it getting to play some quarterback in week one? Maybe a little halfback? Uh, it's definitely not quarterback. I hated that with a passion. Uh, it's, I don't know. DB is pretty fun. And wide receiver, they're probably equal. You guys had a pretty good defensive strategy uh, last week. You go up against a really tough opponent again this week. Uh, what, what's the thought on defense in terms of the physicality and the, the offense you're going to be facing? We've got to come up and make hits this week and be physical against this team. Well, if there's one thing we know about Jake Hughes, it's that you're not afraid to be physical. Are you kind of excited to get to put your head down, put the shoulder pads on somebody? Always. Always. Now, Jake, uh, this week uh, I hear maybe we might get to see you a little bit in the backfield as well. You excited to bring the wood from the other side, lower your head and hit a linebacker? I'm very excited. Going to pull out some Bo Jackson moves, maybe some Emmett Smith. Going to have to see. <laughs> He's going to put the wood on somebody like Bo Jackson and Emmett Smith. All right. Jake Hughes, pregame here between Macon County and Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Hello. My name is Jake Wallman, and this week's L.A. Living Legend is David Sadler Sr., a member of the L.A. football team from 1959 to 1963 and a member of the All-Mid-State second team as a junior. Growing up in our small Upper Cumberland town, there wasn't much to do aside from playing sports. At a young age, that's what David took to. Well, as a growing up in Livingston, Tennessee, that's about all there was. You either played football or basketball. Even baseball didn't develop till later on in my eighth grade around high school. I did play that also. My brother played uh, football and was an outstanding player uh, there and they won the Tobacco Bowl first ever, and he went on scholarship to the University of Tennessee. And I was about 10 years old, so he and Hillary Carr were the stars of the town. I kind of come along uh, in his footsteps. Both of Sadler's parents were recognizable members of the Livingston community. Sadler's mother was a teacher at L.A., and his father was mayor and an elder in the church. He talks about how his family hierarchy played a role in his life. Most importantly, my mother and dad were, dad was the elder in the church there, Church of Christ in Livingston, and mama was there. Uh, our hierarchy in our family was God, the church, 
then came uh, family, and then came education. The God uh, influence is the most important thing. As he mentioned earlier, his brother was a wildcat that came before him. The common question was if he would ever be like his brother, who would move on to play at Tennessee in the single-wing offense. He did all he could to make his own name on the gridiron. Uh, well, I was a lot of peer for you going to be like big brother. You're going to do this. You're going to be that. You know, he was a linebacker and a blocking back during the single wing days at UT. And that was a question all the time. You're going to be good as your brother, big as your brother. And I tried, you know, I, I, uh, I tried harder, you know, than I normally would have, I'm sure. Well, I played linebacker and I was, uh, did well on defense and, uh, I played uh, ever position just about. I played quarterback, fullback, played center, anything uh, coach knew that, that I, I would do it and could do it. And if he needed something, somebody got injured or something, it's not to get in there and play that. He would find his craft doing anything and everything when he was needed. As expected, he found a niche. As a junior, Sadler performed well enough to make the second team all mid-state at center while still holding his normal spot at linebacker. I told you I played quarterback some. Well, that's just an underhanded upside-down pass. You bend over, you throw it just like you do a pass almost. And so uh, I had that down, and uh, I was blocking, good blocker. Uh, so me and a friend of mine, teammate, Max Puckett, we both made uh, I was long snapper, short snapper, and he was also. And so we did good job centering. And- After high school, Sadler moved out west to continue playing football in the junior college ranks. While he had some opportunities to stay, life led Sadler back home to play in his old backyard at Tennessee Tech. He would be a part of the first group to play in a new he would be a part of the first group to play in a brand new at the time Tucker Stadium. Well, I'd have been California. I had a couple offers out west and I was going to come home. <laughs> so uh, whether that was a good move or not, I don't know, but uh, so it was special. I mean, you know, we've always got they're going to add on to that stadium somewhat to millions of dollars, too, but they're not going to change the uh, the outlay of the field, I don't think. So it will kind of always be the that uh, we played the first game there. <laughs> In the past few years, Sadler, along with many others, have had the joy of being inducted into the Livingston Academy Sports Hall of Fame, an honor fitting of a living legend. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school, where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, David Sadler Sr., a member of the football team from 1959 to 1963, and a second team all-mid-state performer and a member of the Livingston Academy Sports Hall of Fame. For this week's L.A. Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. Counting down to Wildcats action. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to kickoff. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? 
When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe-Lizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provide state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. down to Livingston, Macon County at the top of the hour. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Tuesday night, the Lady Wildcats volleyball season came to an abrupt and unforeseen end in the district tournament. They ended the season with 27 wins and 12 losses. The Buddy Sells coached golf squad was also eliminated at the district tournament level, but Coach Sells was very proud of his team this year. Uh, I'm proud of the guys for uh, you know showing up and, and working and getting better and uh, you know looking forward to what the future brings. Uh, we're in a, we're in a tough district, um, and just you know experience is one of the things that we can can build on to help us you know prepare for the future. Uh, looking at um, possibly this summer, a few of the guys playing on a, a junior tour in uh, Crossville. A lot of the players from uh, from the area, from our district, as well as the small school divisions, uh, play in those, and it's it's really good competition. It's guys that they see throughout the year, and uh, just you know gives them that extra opportunity to to see these golf courses that we play. And on the soccer pitch, the Lady Wildcats currently sit at eight three and two, but they end the regular season on a low note with a two nothing loss to West outside Knoxville. They now enter district tournament play. It will begin on Tuesday. The tournament will be played in Baxter at Upperman High School. And it is worth noting that the Livingston Lady Wildcats were 6-0 in district play in the regular season and won by an average of better than three goals per game. Ahead of the matchup between Macon County and Livingston Academy, just a few minutes away from kickoff, and now we're joined by lineman John Geist. Uh, John, before we get to here to the on the field, uh, just what is it like kind of playing football here at LA, but uh, being a homeschool kid? What's that dynamic like for you? You know, the environment it's different, but it's enjoyable. I love it. It's fun. Um, it's great. It's you get these brotherly bonds, and it's great. I love it. But at the same time, you get to stay home all day. They gotta go. To, they gotta. I say go to school. I mean, obviously you go to school, but like you get to stay home. They gotta. They gotta get up and come all the way over here. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like a lot of people look at it that way, but, you know, I'm, I am doing school for six, seven hours a day, you know. A lot of people are probably like, you know, probably two, three hours a day. But, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. Like, I got to commit, you know, I'm not just staying home doing nothing. I'm working, I'm doing school, I'm studying for football. It, I do a lot. 
Heck yeah, put the work in six, seven hours a day, then come over here for football practice. How do you how do you balance that? How do you, you get everything done for school but make sure you're also concentrated on the gridiron? Um, waking up early, you got to work hard. Get up at 6 in the morning, work till 12, six hours of school, it's just straight. Uh, after that, work till 2. I, I, I do construction with my dad, so some days I can, if I do enough school some days, I don't have to do school the other days, I can make money, and then the other days I can study at nighttime, and then you still get some good sleep. Got to get your good sleep. All right, John, look, you're going up against a team this week that we know how physical they want to play, how they like to run the football. You obviously are a defensive lineman. Do you kind of take a little bit of pride knowing you're going up against a team that just wants to try to line up and smash you in the mouth? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready to pummel some kids. I heard that their line was a little smaller than other teams we played. I heard they're aggressive, but they're not very big. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah. On the other side, how much easier does it make your job as an offensive lineman having guys like uh, Trey Coleman and Brody Coffey and Mason Anderson in the backfield? Um, you know, I've not played much offensive lineman this year, but um, I mean, they, you, you got to get those gaps open. You know, those guys, they're, they're small enough that if they can find those gaps, it's, it's pretty easy. They just need to get their blocks. You know, they put me in backfield, those guys can block. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I heard we might get to see a little bit of that John Geist in the backfield mojo. We saw a little bit earlier this year. Now we're going to get to see some hopefully here tonight. Are you excited to kind of line up and play a little little bit in the backfield? I am, yeah. Uh, I'm just glad that they put some size on the field. I think we needed some size on the field. Uh, all the guys, I felt like we're kind of small. Get some power in there, push some guys over, see how that goes. <laughs> John Geist, all-around big man. Defensive line, offensive line, fullback when needed here for Livingston Academy as the Wildcats prepare to take on, prepare to take on Macon County. Moments away from kickoff on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Wildcats football in minutes. Live from 101.9 AM 920. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional Family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed at Maynard Collision Center. 
they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Livingston Academy head football coach Matt Hauser. Uh, coach, uh, right off the top, I mean, the easy question is a short week uh, coming off the game against Stone Memorial on Friday night. Uh, what was the sped-up schedule? How did you get everything kind of uh, sped up, put the guys on a schedule, and feel like you're going to be prepared for Thursday? Well, it's difficult, especially when you have someone like Macon County coming in. They're 6-1, and one, only loss being to Upman 14-10 in a game they could have very easily won. Uh, one of the better teams in the district, you know, you could have 10 days to prepare, and it's still tough to prepare for Macon. Um, so we basically had to do away with Monday. Monday's typically a walk-through day. We didn't, we weren't able to walk through. We had to just move everything up a day. So Monday becomes a typical Tuesday. Tuesday's a typical Wednesday. Um, and you just got to try to get as much stuff in as possible. And you got to you got to mix that in on Monday with the JV game as well. They played the last JV game of the week or the year. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts into it. It's not ideal, but you know they're in the same situation we are. Uh, every team across the state, or the majority of the teams across the state, has to play one Thursday game a year due to official shortage, and this just happens to be ours. So we'll make the most of it. Kids have done a really good job of focusing in and having a good week of practice. Uh, JV did a really good job. They they finished their season um, four and one in JV games, but they played the majority of, of a couple other games. So you know they really, you know, you could say five or, or six and one on the season with them. So that's a big deal for our future, and we're super proud of those guys. What does Macon do that you guys have to try to key on? What are some things you've maybe seen on film or walked through, talked through with the guys? So I mean, they're just extremely well coached. We I've known Coach Shoulders for years. Uh, he does. Tremendous job, puts a lot of time and effort into their program. They do things the right way. Um, offensively, what they do is is a lot of misdirection, a lot of motions, a lot of quick hitters. Uh, defensively, we just have to be set and ready to go. And you know, you you hear the saying, "Keep your cleats in the ground and be ready to play." And that's that's the truth when you're playing somebody like making it. You know, they've got Gabe Borders coming back, who's um, was a Mr. Football finalist last week, or I'm sorry, last year. But along with him, they've got several other players that can really hurt you as well. So you can't just focus on one kid and say, hey, we're going to take this kid away. Coach Shoulders does a great job of changing everything up. You know, defensively, they line up and play a physical brand of football, um, you know, bring a lot of pressure, put put pressure on the offense to do things correctly and execute. And they're just a tough opponent. They've been really good for the last several years, um, and this year they're as good as they've been in the last couple of years. Obviously, you've got Macon County between now and then, but uh, you know what? What are the plans for the bye week? What's the the rest going to look like for the guys? Obviously, coming at probably a really critical point in the year. So at this time of year, uh, as soon as we play Thursday night, we will give the players uh, Friday off and then the entire following week. Uh, so during fall break, we let them go on vacation, let them get some time off mentally, physically. It's been a long grind. When you when you throw in it, you start in January. And from January to this point, we've really only had two or three weeks off, um, counting the dead period in the last week of school. That's the only time they've had off. They've either been in a weight room, they've been at, on the practice field, they've been playing games. So... Um, We'll give them a week off, let them recover, and then we'll come back and have a two-game season at the end of that and trying to make a run at you know, the postseason. But um, all of that starts with how we play on Thursday night, and we just need to take care of business. 
Matt Hauser, Livingston Academy Wildcats head coach, ahead of his game here with Macon County. WLIV's countdown to kickoff. Your pregame scouting report on tonight's game continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. <laughs> or your daughter's ankle sprain, all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Getting set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation. Several teams observing their bye week, including all three Putnam County schools and Clay County. Tomorrow night, Stone will head to Jamestown and DeKalb will line up against Cumberland. Jackson will play host to Smith County, while Warren will go to Tullahoma and White County will host CAK. Coming up in mere moments, of course, a special Thursday night edition of Livingston Wildcat Football on WLIV. They are playing host to Macon County.
National Anthem plays here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium as we continue. And it is time for David Ledbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, the win tonight over Macon County will start with what? Running the football. Control the clock. Uh, we've said it every week. Of course, turnovers is a big big part in any football game. But every, every game this year, we've had two, three turnovers. we just got to keep those to a minimum, force some turnovers, but we got to run the football, run the clock, um, and just keep possession of the football. It's the UCEMC keys to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC CARES and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. Tonight's game day forecast, I would say, calls for 60% of rain and cloudy, but, folks, it's already sprinkling here at the stadium, so 100% chance of rain tonight. Clouds in the air just before kickoff. Temperatures stand at 68 degrees, and the winds tonight, luckily, just 0 to 5 miles per hour. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270 DD Livingston. It's game time. Your LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. The Wildcats. Play here. Play here. Back at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium where the lights just went out for a mere moment. And that gives me PTSD, David Ledbetter. I do not like watching that happen. Lights have gone out here before and we didn't get to play the rest of the game. We didn't play the rest of the game tonight. It would have been we didn't play the game. And, of course, they would have been like, oh, we'll just do it tomorrow. And we're like, well, no, can we not? I don't – really not a fan of that. Also would screw up some fall break plans, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, so let's not do that, folks. A uh, couple lights are on here at the moment. And it looks like Livingston Academy. No, that is Macon County. Macon County has elected to receive. 
captains tonight for L.A., Jordan Ficklin and Nathan Hargis, the man they call Pork Chop. On the other side for Macon County, it's Michael Shaver and Luke Kostelek, the two captains for the Tigers. Lights are back in full effect. That is a good thing to see here at Livingston Academy, Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. I'm Colin Castleberry. That is David Ledbetter. And through the paper shield come running the Macon County Wildcats. White tops, blue pants, three. It's a, a triple white stripe down the side. White helmets here today. Livingston Academy coming out in the all blue. No, the white pants. So this is the what I've come to know is the David Ledbetter. No, it's all blue. No, it is all blue. Okay, no. I couldn't tell there for a second. Thought we were in the David Ledbetter combo tonight. I, like it. I love it. <laughs> the all blues with the white helmets for the Wildcats as the light show begins here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. And this is a special Thursday night edition of Wildcat football. David, not something that we ended up talking about in the keys to the game or the uh, the kind of the opening segment there, but a short week for both of these teams. Don't want anyone to think anyone's at a disadvantage. Both teams had to go on short day here, but uh, what does that do to you during the week, practice, right, just being a day ahead of everything? It's kind of odd, you know. You got your got your daily schedules, uh, your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday schedules, and you just kind of have to shrink everything down into, into three days, but Hey, it's football. You get ready to play football. You don't care. MTSU played on Wednesday night last night. So <laughs> you get chance to play football, you play football. You play football. Amen and absolutely. As we get the windows back open here, got a little too jammy here at the ball field. No problem. Do want everyone to understand, we mentioned it in the pregame slightly, but want to elaborate on it. John Geist, Colin Weitzel, these are guys who are going to be in different numbers tonight because they expect to line up offensively in the backfield. And so if it takes us a second to adjust to that, uh, do forgive us. But they will be in, in new numbers here tonight as they expect to line up, as you talked about, and run the football. Yeah, that's that's a key. I mean, last week we seen it against Stone Memorial. We put that heavy package in, and we had some success running the football. Uh, just got few times got in second long third long and you know any any running football team you can't get yourself in third long and that happened to us a lot but we we did have success so they're going to try tonight's what i'm hearing it is pink out night as well here at tom davis memorial stadium cheerleaders in uh pink t-shirts most of the football team wearing pink socks and pink undershirts several coaches as well uh with some pink undergarment as this is a low driving kick it's kind of going sideways as it goes into the end zone past the former, I say, I guess he's still a technically a Mr. Football finalist in Gabe Borders. He was one last year as a sophomore. He's expected to be one uh, again this year. Special, special player. That's what you got to do. Kick it away from him and just limit the amount of touches he gets all night. Well, it wasn't just kicked away from him. Interestingly, uh, again, it was kicked sideways. Right? It was it had a horizontal spin to it. Uh, trying to maybe keep him from being able to field it even a couple yards into the end zone there. It had a little bit of rain, still, 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 ra- small, oh, yeah, steady still. drizzle, I guess you could say. So your fi- footing will be will be key here tonight. On the first play from scrimmage, Borders will line up at the shotgun quarterback position. They're going to bring everybody over to his left and sprint him out left. He'll get to the twenty. 
Gets a block at the 25, cuts back in, gets to the 30, and is brought down north of the 30 and around the 32. That'll be a first down. And that'll be the Macon County offense tonight, folks. There's 11 guys on their side, 11 guys on the Wildcats side, and David Ledbetter, they're just going to say 10 on 10 and let Borders beat one. Yeah, it's going to be get the ball to end well. There, he, he usually lines up as a running back, most of the time as a quarterback, and he's lined up as a quarterback, just takes a snap and runs wide. They're going to just block everybody and let Gabe try to do what Gabe does best, and certainly not a terrible strategy. Everybody's going to be very small to the football. Two wide receivers are going to be out wide to the right. Now they'll motion two tight ends to that side. Same thing they did on the other play, just coming to the left, and this time he hands off. Running back at the 35 and is brought down at the 36 or 37. A nice run there by Bradley Crawford, who is actually listed as a quarterback, but is only a freshman, and so therefore tonight with, of course, borders on the field, he'll play running back. Yeah, another another Crawford's another good athlete. I've watched him play in middle school. He's a, a really good running back, quarter slash quarterback in high school, done kind of the same offense. Macon County's usually their middle school team and their high school teams usually runs the same offense, so there's really no setbacks when they get to high school. They know the they know the formations and, and the terminology. Everybody is to the far side of the field right now. The two tight ends will, of course, motion over there as well. Borders at the quarterback. He's got Crawford in the backfield. Fakes the handoff. Quarterback keeper right up the middle, and he's got blockers he's and more. 45-50, 45-40, 35-30. He's got to beat Jake Hughes. Can't do that. Ripped out of bounds by Braden Story at the L.A. 25. But that right there is a perfect example, folks, of what Gabe Borders is capable of. He ran that off tackle to the left, and within seconds, he's at the opposing 40. Yeah, 45-yard gain there by Borders, and he hit the hole quick. As soon as he gets a snap, he's gone. L.A. will have to keep an eye on that. Right now, uh, interestingly, still playing a couple defensive backs back. Uh, Jake Hughes, the single high safety, is back about 10, 15 yards off the ball. Now he's going to start to creep forward, but you wonder how long L.A. waits before they just bring everybody up. Borders takes the shotgun snap again, fakes the handoff, cuts back, and he's heading for the end zone, 15, 10, 5, untouched. That was spectacular. Bradley Crawford, a fake going right. He pulls it, bolts through the hole, like you said, hit it quick as all get out, and he's in the end zone quicker than L.A. can blink. Yeah, as soon as he fakes that handoff we had linebackers take the tail back on out he pulls it cuts it up for 25 yard touchdown he very fast I mean, we don't have daniel bibri and a couple others maybe just as quick but he is very fast a very quick athlete indeed as they line up here for the extra point borders is the holder they put this through the uprights it's good so seven nothing a quick one for the tigers with 10 16 to go in the first quarter Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. 
A wrap-up of this game and all Friday night action tomorrow night. You can hear it Saturday morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. Again, David Ledbetter, we're going to see what the L.A. offense looks like, but at the moment it certainly feels like your best offense tonight, or your best defense tonight might be your offense holding on to the football. Yeah, no turnovers. Run, you know, hold on to the ball, pick up first downs. Uh, just keep their offense off the field. Kick is going to be well short. Comes down at the 25 and fielded and quickly getting out of bounds is Carson Parrott. So I don't know if that ball looked like it was, was going to go, go out, out of bounds. bounds. That's what I was getting ready to say. Macon County was closing in. I guess Carson picked it up before Macon County, a Macon County guy could have got that. Just a high, short kickoff there toward the sidelines. It could have got a break there if that thing would have bounced out of bounds, but Probably a smart play by Carson to go ahead and grabbing it before making county player could get it. Now we try out a possibly a new look L.A. offense. They will have a wide receiver in Carson Parrott, well wide here to the near side. Far side, looks like that might be Bilberry, but otherwise everybody kind of jam-packed in the backfield. Turns around, hands off. Coffee with the handoff to... Uh, to be honest, I believe that was Coleman. Trey Coleman. It yeah. was Trey Coleman. So Coleman with a gain of about one, one and a half. And like we talked about, in the backfield there, tonight number 42. I believe that is uh, John Geist. Yeah, Geist is wearing 42, and I think Colin Watzel is wearing 43 tonight. So, yeah, so you see 43 out there. That's Weitzel, 42, Geist. And they are uh, lined up 43 is lined up at the uh, kind of tight end position. And then you've got, and now it's a direct eye formation, uh, Geist and then Coleman right behind Coffee under center. Turns, hands the ball to the fullback, Geist. He'll keep those legs churning and gain maybe half a yard. So certainly a new look here from L.A. Right now they put themselves on about a third and seven. Here comes Jake Hughes. This was also uh, a possibility as Coleman comes off the field. So Hughes now will be the man who lines up in the backfield. And an even more uh, kind of confusing look here for Macon County. Coffee under center. You know Hughes has played a little bit of quarterback early in the season. So he lines up at tailback. And now they're going to say L.A. jumped. Yeah, look like left tackle there. Just flinched a little bit. Uh, the false start by L.A. will take it from third and seven to third and about 13 or 12. Math, ladies and gentlemen. Third and 12. And that's what you just got done talking about. You can't do stuff like that. You can't put yourself behind the chains, especially if you're going to stick to this kind of methodical, hard-running game. Coffee under center again. Turns. Looking for a pass. He's under pressure. He dumps it off. He gets rid of it. Bilberry can't make the catch at the 35. And he would have been awfully close. Might have been able to turn up field and get the extra couple yards. I like the play design there. You got everybody drawn from the running game. Obviously under pressure, Coffee had to get rid of it quickly, but it was on the money, and Bilberry just hit him right in the hands. It may be just a a slick football, wet football, but 
Hit him right in the hands, about a yard short of the marker, but he had space. He could have turned that one up and, and picked up two or three more yards there. It's a tough break for Livingston Academy. Instead, here's Dylan Watson back with his heels at around his own 10 to punt. Oddly enough, the man back to receive the punt is not Borders. So Watson will get the punt off. It'll be fair caught at the 40. And again, I, I do, I mean, maybe it's just a don't want to get him hurt, give him a little bit of a break there as he certainly plays in just about every other aspect of the ball game. But I am a little uh, interested in why you wouldn't have Gabe Borders back there to receive the punt. Either way, Borders, of course, will take the uh, play in from the sideline, bring it out to the Macon County huddle. With 8.21 to go in the first quarter, Tigers are leading 7-0. They'll have it first and 10 from their own 40. Borders takes the snap, hands off to a man in motion at the 40, at the 45, breaks a couple tackles, nearly to the 50, but we've got a flag on the backside. We'll see what that's for. As looked, it was like a center, looked like the center was was holding. It looked like he was holding uh, John Geist. That's Michael Schaefer, the man on the run there. A nice run by him, but the penalty will be holding on Macon County. And that means this one comes all the way back. And from the spot of the foul, backs up 10 yards. So it'll go from what was the 40 now to the 35-25 at the 30. Okay, so they're going to say it was right at the line of scrimmage where the hold occurred. Hold occurred. So first and 20 for the Macon County offense. And as Borders lines up in the shotgun... Set to take the snap, does. Hands off to the running back. No, fake again as he is cutting around everybody. Oh. My gosh, 35, 40. Cuts back trying to again. Nearly to the 45 at the 43. But a gain of what should have been only about two or three turns into a gain of about 13 for Gay Borders. And my oh my, folks, he's not just athletic, he's slippery. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. You get your hands on him, you've got to bring him to the ground. We had him for, could be second and probably 18 right now, and instead it's second and six. He, he's just a great, great athlete. A couple of nice moves in there, too. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, looks like a Madden player out there at times. Kind of guy you used to, for all my throwbacks out here, the guy used to make an uh, NCAA 14 where you could create a player, Gabe Borders. Shotgun snap is over and through his hands. Back at the 30, he picks it up. This is a chance, and they get him down. Back behind the 25 at the 24. And this is what we talked about in the pregame, folks. You've got to force them into these sorts of situations, right? Because they're not built for second and 20 or first and 20. They're not built uh, to score quickly, right? Yeah, Macon County's just – they're – Sorry about that. But no, no, you're fine. Go they're, ahead. Um, they're built to run the football. Mm-hmm. And, and Borders, he does such a great job. And we've seen on the last drive, he can break a 40-yard run just like that. But their offense is not built for third and 25. Uh, not many offenses are, matter of fact. But you got to keep them in second long, third and longs, all night long to, to have a shot at winning this football game. Better way to say it for everybody out there who's listened to, to several games as Borders takes the shotgun snap, takes off up the field, and it's John Geist in that new number 42. Got a bit of a neck collar as well. who meets him right at the 25 and rips him down. 
Here's a great way to put it, folks. If you were listening last week, uh, Gabe Borders is a Mr. Football finalist. I want everyone to understand how talented he is. But he's not Nick Osmond, for instance. Third and 25 didn't bother Nick because Nick had run around until Bear Eldridge came open 35 yards downfield, throw across his body Patty Mahomes style. That's not the kind of athlete that Gabe Borders is. So if you can get him in these situations, good thing to do. Interestingly, Parrott and Bilbrey back to receive it. Punt is taken. It's off. It's going to be a low driver, and it's in the hands of Bilbrey, but he's immediately met at the 50-yard line. So L.A. will actually begin this drive just on the other side of the 50, around the 49-and-a-half-yard line. So positive territory and a great job here for L.A. in terms of field position. David feels like they got to take advantage. got to take advantage of this. you got the ball it's spotted right at the 50. So you get the short field. You get the defense comes up with a big stop. You get the short field right here. you got to take advantage. you got to score points here. Out comes Jake Hughes and Trey Coleman. We'll see if... They're both in the backfield. They are, and so is John Geis. So we're David love, Ledbetter. We've got a. This is this isn't even a power eye. This is some old school '30s Iowa. Turn, hand the ball off. Two lead blockers in front of Jake Hughes. Keep those legs driving, and he'll gain about two or three yards inside a pile that uh, I'm not sure you could have found pins or needles in. Yeah, that everybody was just bunched up right there in the. Right there at the line. Offensive line, get not a bad push, but your guards or your tackle one, whichever one's responsible, has got to scrape off and get the linebackers. Linebackers are coming up right now making a play. So offensive line, get a little more push. I like this I like this brand of football, ground and pound. But offensive line, you know, this, you've got to have a good offensive line to do this. We have a good offensive line. they just got to get a little more push. Careful, David. You might uh... – you might show your age saying you like this form of football. <laughs> Big old boys in the backfield. Ethan Westmoreland trots out in place of Jake Hughes. A bit of a shift here as they push Gage Hoffman over to that tight end spot. And the ball's on the floor. Back behind it. Coffee dives on it. It's a 45. They tried to do a, kind of a handoff to the tight end, scraping off the tackle there, coming back inside. Um, the uh, exchange just didn't go well there for Hoffman that's, and Coffee. That's the old tight end. They used to call it the old crossbuck play. Mm-hmm. Tight end coming back inside. Uh, just, a, just a bad exchange there. So now off the field come Gage Hoffman and Ethan Westmoreland. And with it being third and about 15, four minutes to go in the first quarter. 7 nothing Tigers lead. Let's see what they go to here. Again, Daniel Bilbury had about 15 yards on the previous play uh, on their last drive, just dropped the football. See if they go to something similar. As they've got Will Brown and uh, – God, I'll think of it in a minute. Will Brown and Caden Weitzel. Weitzel. Thank you. I'm sitting here going, it's Weitzel, isn't it? But it's not Colin. It's Caden. Caden Weitzel out here uh, set. But L.A. will take a timeout. So we'll reset with them. 3.34 to go. First quarter, it's third and 15 with the Tigers leading the Wildcats 7-0. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. 
Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Third and 15 for the Livingston Academy offense. They trail 7-0 to Macon County with 3.34 to go in the first quarter. And this is an opportunity, David. We talked about it. They're actually about five or six yards behind where this drive began. Certainly you feel like you've got to try to take advantage of this kind of field position. As Coffee is under center. And Coffee rolls out. He's looking to throw. Got a man coming across the middle. Will Brown wanted a call. Couldn't get a flag on that one. It's overthrown by Coffee. Pretty good pass there by, by Brody. Will just a deep slant. He did kind of get his uh, defensive back there. Just kind of grabbed his just a little small tug to kind of knock him off his route a little bit. But no flag from the rail, so it's fourth and, fourth and long. Several Livingston coaches want a flag. I want to know why all of a sudden, uh, I guess it's the piped-in music because the band not playing here in the rain. Uh, the piped-in music played through the play. That's making County's band. Oh, is that making County's yeah. band that played through the – are you mm, – interesting. Okay, either way. I didn't think you could do that. Dylan Watson back to punt. He will put it in the air, nearly blocked, able to avoid the would-be diving blocker as that will bounce at the 30 and take a Macon County bounce to the 35 before Gage Hoffman could field it for the Wildcats. So far, so-ish good, I suppose, 319 to go in the first quarter. It'll be first and 10 for the Macon County offense at their own 35. They lead 7 nothing. And much like we talked about last week, over and over and over, David Ledbetter. I have to lean on your defense. Yeah, <clears throat> defense has played well. Played well all year, actually. Um, but you just got to find a way to get seven on the ground. You got to get them in second long, third long. You got to find a way to get seven on the ground. Borders in the gun again at the quarterback position. This time will hand off to the running back who is ripped down at the 35-yard line. He's John Hill who uh, tore him down there. Good job right there of a defensive. I believe that's uh, John that, was, that was Geist on the end to keep oh. it, keep make the running back cut it back up inside. John Hill to come and clean it up. But good job keeping contained on the outside, not letting them bounce it out. Yeah, Crawford tried to bounce there, was kept from doing so, as you mentioned. And then John Hill, who we got to talk to this week on the Wildcat Den, and he was very excited to go up against Macon County. He said it's a real, as a defensive lineman, he takes it as a personal challenge when you face teams like this who just want to try to run you over. Borders in the backfield, and guess who? Trey Coleman and Jordan Geist, who meet him back there and tear him down at the 33. Great penetration. you got to have that. That's what you got to have. Great penetration right there. Good job by, by Trey Coleman shooting the A-gap on the blitz. But Geist... Uh, was was that no? I was White, uh, White Jordan guys. No, it's Jordan guys. Oh yeah, yeah. These numbers are. Yeah, they're throwing you off a little bit. I understand. <laughs> but good job by here by him getting penetration and, and getting them and getting them in a third and long right here. Third and about twelve for the Macon County offense with under two minutes to go in the first quarter. Here's Borders in the gun. He's going to sprint out to his right, looking to throw possibly. And now backside pressure. He avoids that. Coming He's all going the all the, the way field. back across the field. 30, 35, meets a couple guys, avoids them at the 40, still on his feet, 
42, torn backwards by Seth Smith. And finally, the whistle will blow after (laughs) Gabe Borders gained about eight, we'll call it. Uh, But he ran about 45. I'm going to say by the time he got over there, say 30, 50 back then. He was close to 100 yards right there. Running you really the you think it was that much? It was, 50, I mean. 53 foot wide. 50, oh, that's true, 53. 53 yards wide. Yeah. So he ran all the way to that sideline, all the way to this sideline, and a gain of eight. So looks like they may try to go for this on fourth and three. Uh, be under a minute to go now before Borders gets back to the huddle. Tigers do lead 7 nothing, and does look like they're going to go for it on fourth and three. So now your defense, a chance to hand your offense really great field position yet again. Borders under center. Two tight ends motion to the left side. Great job here by Gouldsby to warn the defense and force Macon County to call the timeout. Yeah, I believe they were just trying to get them to jump off sides. And again, shout out. Uh, Drew Gouldsby there at the linebacker position, immediately recognizing what's happening, able to help his defense keep them from jumping. 41.6 seconds to go in the first quarter. Tigers lead the Wildcats 7-0. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Daniel Bilbury back to receive the kick. The punter is... uh, Looks like maybe Dawson Whitemore back there to do so. Boots this one, and it is going to come down at the 30. Takes a bounce and rolls out of bounds at the 27. And so Livingston Academy will have to begin this drive at their own 27-yard line. But they do so with 33.6 seconds to go in the first quarter and trailing just 7-0. This is where... Feels like we could use one of those drives we've had a couple times this year, David, where you take up four, five, six, seven minutes, you get all the way down, and hopefully this time you punch it in the end zone like you would have at Stone if not for an interception that I still haven't forgiven a people for. <laughs> still, still worrying, wondering yeah. about still, that. Still, still curious about that but one, yeah, folks. You gotta have, you gotta have. Uh, it, look, watch for a. Uh, I seen him do a bit warm up, a little flip pass to Jake Hughes who throws it deep. Under Got that center, in the turnaround. Hands it to Hughes. Hughes, who found a hole, gains about four. Finds himself at the 30-and-a-half-yard line. Good hole right there by the right side of the offensive line. Good job by Jake. The play was going left, and he, he seen the hole and cut it back to his right. Makes it second and about eight, and that will bring an end to the first quarter. So Livingston Academy, as the clock will wind down, they'll flip the field, and they will trail 7 nothing. At the end of the first quarter to the Macon County Tigers. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. Bernadette He, pulmonologist at the Livingston Clinic. Dr. He brings the latest knowledge on asthma, COPD, lung cancer, pulmonary hypertension, and sleep medicine. Call Dr. He and find answers to your questions. Call 823-4016 for an appointment. 
part of the Livingston Regional Family. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. The Cats, presented by Livingston Regional. 101.9 AM 920. Livingston Academy is the field flips. Is in second and seven to begin the second quarter. Under center is Coffee. One man in the backfield is Coleman. He's got wide receivers, one to either side. Turns, fakes the pitch to Coleman and hands off to the fullback who gets himself to the 35 and would have broke it for a lot more. Would uh, that Geist? Geist? Yeah, yes. Jordan, would John Geist? I'm like you, these numbers are taking me a second. Geist, though, had he broken the ankle tackle. Might have gotten the first down and a whole lot more. Yeah, that's a good tackle by the linebacker for Macon County. Just grabbed him by the ankles and tripped him up. Third and one and a half to two right here. Now your offensive line's got to get a push. You've got to get the first down. Everybody in the backfield. Geist is in the shotgun or in the uh, eye formation, I mean, with Jake Hughes. Coffee under center turns. Hands off Hughes. Hughes just puts his head down, and I believe he got there. He's at the 44. See if they give it to him. It's yeah, going to be close. Down. And they're going to wave him on. First down, Wildcats. That looked like Trousdale County. JQ is just putting his head down, finding space, finding contact, and making something positive happen. Yeah, good job of the offensive line again. Opened up just enough hole for Jake. And Jake hit the hole hard. Good job right there by the whole offensive line and JQ. Once again, the I formation under center. It's Coffee. Geist and then Trey Coleman who gets the handoff. Coleman having to bounce off a couple of his own offensive linemen and I believe he is driven backwards there by about a yard. Good uh, good penetration by the Macon County Tigers on that first down play. See Hoffman come in for, for Geist this time. We'll see if Hoffman gets a carry. Ten and a half to go in the second quarter. Second and ten. So no gain there on that one for Trey Coleman. Second and ten, trailing seven-nothing are the Wildcats. And they'll have everybody here to the near side. Nobody on that far side of the field. Be interesting to see if they try to work to all that grass out there. And they're going to go with that little cross-up handoff to Gage Hoffman. The tight end once again kind of rolling in behind the tackle and might have dove forward for a yard. The third and long here. It's not this offense is not built, especially if we're going to try to run the football. This offense is not built for third and long. Let's we'll see if Brody can make a play with his arm, or we've seen him make plays with his legs last week. See if he can make a play with his legs tonight. Uh, you wonder about again, as I pointed out. Now they're going to send everybody to that side. The two wide receivers will go out to the far side. The I formation is Gage Hoffman and Jake Hughes behind Brody Coffee, who turns. Fakes the handoff. They're going to try to use the grass. Throws. Double coverage. Tipped up and away. He was looking for Weitzel, Caden Weitzel, who was in double coverage. One of the men back there, Gabe Borders. Yeah, he threw that into triple coverage, actually. Two safeties and the corner had had Weitzel blanketed there. No shot for that pass to get in there. 
So now Dylan Watson will once again punt his third on the night. He stands back around his own 28-yard line. It's 9.22 to go in the first half. Back to Watson, who gets blocked. It's blocked. It's going to be picked up by Eli Warren, who's into the end zone. Touchdown, making County. Block was, I uh, believe, uh, Killian Shetton, but Eli Warren, the fullback, will pick it up and get it into the end zone. So, uh, could have right also up been the middle. <laughs> might have also been Ty Young, but either way, as there's a couple double numbers here on the Macon County roster, what I do know is a blocked punt there and ran into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, just pressure straight up the middle. He comes straight up the middle. And he didn't really have to dive at that one to block it. He could have just stood there and it hit him in the face. 9.15 to go, and all of a sudden the Tigers are leading 14-0. Well, 13-0 pending an extra point that is up and is good sales for the field house. And that will make it 14-0. So the Tigers take a two-score lead over the Wildcats here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium with 9.15 to go in the first half. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Macon County, after returning the blocked punt, will kick back off to Livingston Academy. They send Daniel Bilberry back to Soul Man to return it deep. Carson Parrott, interestingly, is kind of splitting that second line of Bilberry, playing kind of between them. And now it looks like Bilberry's going to gesture him forward a little bit. So we'll see what the kick is here. It's back, and it looks like Bilberry's going to have a chance at the 15. 20, he'll get to the 25 before he sees contact, and then Bilberry is just ripped down. And this is something that we, we talked about last week, but was pointed out by coaches as well. Uh, Daniel Bilberry certainly got all the speed in the world. He's got a ton of athleticism. Uh, but David got to learn to work the other side of the – he always runs short side into pressure, it seems. Yeah, and he, he kind of – I know Daniels took a couple of big hits on the year on the kickoff, but just kind of dancing behind his, behind his uh, blockers. Just just catch the ball and run. Just just get up the get up the hole. Either way, Livingston now will have to take over offensively at their own 22-yard line, first and 10. And they'll be under the center is Coffee with, I believe that is uh, Coleman in the backfield. It looks like maybe Jake Hughes. Uh, it's Jake Hughes, and he'll get a toss going to the right. And he is just bottled up and taken down by Macon County. No gainer there for Hughes. In fact, going to say he lost a yard. There's initial, just a, just a pitch out, and... We're lining the tight end up, receivers on that side, tight end kind of offset, and Mikey County just shifting everybody to the to the strong side and just corralling the football. 
8.35 to go. First half, second and 11 now. From Livingston offense at their own 21, trailing 14-0. Coffee under center, eye formation behind him that includes Hughes and Geist. Turns, fakes the pitch to Hughes, now under pressure looking to throw. Escapes everybody, just throws into the flat to Jake Hughes. Hughes will break the first tackle, can't break the next two. And finds himself at maybe the 24. That's a good job by Brody not uh, not taking the sack there and making making a positive play out of it. I like these little short throws, like to Jake, to Daniel, to Will Brown. Get them the short throws. Let them make a play. Uh, right there, Jake was tackled for a loss of one, but or hit for a loss of one, but escaped a tackle. Let them try to make a play. Let them make miss a tackle and, and try to get your first down here. Third and eight for the offense of the Wildcats who will send Will Brown, the sole wide receiver, to the near side. Carson Parrott, the wide receiver, over near the uh, visiting sideline here at Livingston Academy. And the gun for the first time tonight. Coffee takes it, runs, got a flag, but he's going to pick up yardage. 25-30, taken out of bounds, past the 30 at what would probably be a first down. But I think we're going to get holding on the Livingston Academy offense. And you hate to see that because it's the first time tonight Coffee has really been able to use his legs. And you wonder if he's not better running out of the gun. So do you start to go back and forth between the two? Well, you can still you can still have Geist in the backfield, uh, Jake Hughes in the backfield in the shotgun. Uh, but, yeah, Brody's, Brody's better off in the shotgun if he's going to use his legs. Unfortunately, it is a hold, so that will back the offense up to their own 19, no, far, sorry, 14-yard line. Third and 18. Not many plays in the playbook for third and 18. Not sure there's any plays in the playbook that technically are for third and 18. Probably a play in the playbook that is uh, take shotgun snap and throw it to Daniel Bilberry. That's about it. Is the gun just for the second time tonight? In fact, gun for back-to-back plays tonight. Coffee dropping back in a more traditional look. Throws to Hughes. Hughes at the 20, dives forward past the 25. Not nearly enough to get the first down, but gets back to what was the original line of scrimmage on the third down. Good job, Macon County, getting pressure there. Gets third and long in obvious passing situations. They're bringing all three linebackers. Including the supreme athlete, Gabe Borders. Fourth and six will be the official down and distance, though Dylan Watson is out there to punt for the Wildcats. Back to receive it is Michael Shaver. 6.15 to go. Watson will have to avoid getting blocked again. This is high. He's able to get it off. It'll come down at the 50, bounce to the 45, to the 40, and Shaver will field it, avoids a couple arm tackles, and then is brought down at the 45. Blocking the back here. Got a flag back at the 41, and we'll see if it isn't a block in the back like you have predicted. I would assume it is. 6.02 to go in the first half. Tigers leading 14-0, and they're going to get the ball back. Let's see if it isn't in a backed-up state. And it is. So block in the back on Macon County. We'll push this football back from about the 41. They'll mark it off meaning it should go to the 31. I believe it is a 10-yard penalty, 32. 
technically is where they will spot it. So 32-yard line. That is where Macon County will begin their offensive drive, leading 14-0 with 6.02 to go in the first half. Big series right here for Livingston Academy defense. If you can get off the field, try to get the offense to get something going, maybe get some points right before half, you get the ball to start the second half. Borders turns, hands off to his running back, and his help. running back is off to the races. I don't even think Jake Hughes is going to catch Bradley Crawford. He is at the, one, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5, and it's another Macon County touchdown. Just right off right off tackle, left side, and just Macon County, they don't have a lot of size, but they have a lot of speed. They certainly do. So let's see, the quick math on that, that went from the 32, so 32. 68. Yeah, 68 yards. 68-yard scamper by the freshman, Bradley Crawford. Unbelievable. In a hurry, too. And he did so in a hurry. That is absolutely correct. I kind of wish I'd had a stopwatch on that. The kick is up, and it is good. So 21-0. The lead for the Tigers of Macon County with 5.51 to go in the first half. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 5.51 to go in the first half. It's Tigers 21, Wildcats nothing here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. And David Ledbetter got off the field, but that was uh, not maybe the way he intended to. No, he, uh, I probably should have saved that for after the first play. That way it would, would, would have, uh, I don't know, made, made us not look so bad. But one play, 68 yards in a, in a hurry. So, you know, you talk about your defense getting off the field and, uh, you know, trying to, Daniel Bilbrey is going to pick this up. On it. I don't even have a word. He picks it up at the 10-yard line uh, and tries to run with it, has nowhere to go, and so the ball will be downed inexplicably. There's the word I wanted a moment ago. He inexplicably picks it up at the 10-yard line and will be downed at the 10-yard line. Well, it's right there close to the sidelines. I don't know if he thought it was going to go out of bounds. It didn't go out of bounds, so he had to pick it up before Macon County got to it. As soon as he picked it up, Macon County's there. They, they line up on this hash to kick off, and they kicked it across the field, which Daniel was on this hash also. Uh, had to run all the way across the field to pick it up. But, you know, it stayed in bounds by a foot, looked like. Jumbo package in every aspect as everybody is within about three yards of the football. I formation, coffee under center turns, hands off to the fullback, Geist, who is immediately bottled up by about six or seven Tigers and going to be driven backwards for a loss of about three. Brandon Warren, the outside linebacker, in on that one. Uh, you know, I, I talked about getting the big boys in, running the football. Obviously, Macon County's got ten guys up on the line of scrimmage. Uh, we see four receivers come back out. Yeah, 
But we, last week against Stone Memorial in the shotgun, Brody made a lot of plays with his leg. Maybe we can see, you know, we're spreading them out right here. Maybe we can see Brody make some plays with his legs. 5.05 to go. It is Brody in the gun with Jake Hughes in the backfield, four wide receivers wide. He's dropping back. He's looking. Throws underneath to Bilberry, who is immediately hit hard by Brandon Warren. Had Will Brown, it looked like, here on an intermediate throw, but chooses to go to Bilberry, and Daniel will be tackled uh, after a loss of, we'll call it, four. You know, the Livingston Academy coaches are in the booth right here beside us. I hope they've seen that formation, seen that play, because Will Brown was in the slot. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And the safety was... 15, 20 yards downfield. Linebacker was still inside, so Will Brown was wide open right there. Just stand up and throw it to him in the slot. 4.24 to go as Coffey will go back in the gun and four wide receivers wide again. No safeties in the middle of the field. Nobody. Everybody is down within about five yards of the football. Throws into the flat to Hughes. It's high. Hughes will avoid the first tackler and slips. Can't avoid the second, and that'll be a loss of three. Another three and out for Livingston Academy. You just can't 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 live like that. Under four minutes to go now in the first half. And once again, Dylan Watson will trot out to punt. He'll do it this time from inside his own end zone. And worth noting, it's uh Macon County, as as many of you listening know, has already gotten back there and blocked one. So certainly had to be really careful right here, punting from your own end zone. Last snap was high also. Last snap was high. Good snap. Punt gets off quickly. It'll be fielded at the L.A. 35, and off to the races is the returner at the 30, at the 25, at the 20, and he'll get downed at the 18-yard line. So with 3.22 to go in the first half, Tigers already leading 21-0. And now they'll have the ball at the L.A. 18-yard line. Yes, you heard me right, folks, to begin this drive. Low kick, uh, Dylan, there. Just, but he had, he had pressure again, had to get that one off quick. They're just sending everybody right up the middle to try to block the punt. Low kick, and a, he got a running start to about the 45 to return that. Good return by Macon County. Borders in the gun. He'll have Crawford in the backfield with him. They each have a... Rushing touchdown in the ball game. Borders checking at the sideline. Gets a little bit of a change there. Now brings a man in motion. That's Dylan Sullivan, who won't get it. Borders tried to run behind him, kind of on a jet sweep sort of motion. Sullivan blocking for him, and Borders will actually lose a yard as the clock ticks to under three minutes. Trey Coleman, outside linebacker. Stayed, stayed contained outside. Didn't fight. Didn't fake or didn't bite on the fake to the to the receiver on the jet sweep. Good job, uh, Trey, staying outside and getting borders on the ground. One bank, the one bank for all Livingston Wildcat fans. Stop in One Bank of Livingston and open a new account today. One Bank of Livingston, proud to bring you Wildcat sports. One bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's borders this time. In the shotgun with the man Crawford directly behind him. Hands off Crawford. Crawford breaks a few tackles inside the 20. Past the 15 to the 12, it looks like, where Crawford will be brought down on second and 11. He turns it into third and about four. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Just hand it off right up the middle, and it's either Crawford or it's Borders. One of the two is going to run the football, and and they've had uh, they're probably close to – 
I'd say they're close to 150 yards so far on the night. And this is your Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, a special Thursday night edition of Wildcat Football from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. <coughs> Under two minutes to go, Borders in the gun, takes the snap, runs behind Crawford, gets a couple blocks inside the 10, finds himself at the 5. That is a first down for the Macon County offense and puts them in first and goal. We've seen we've seen some really good running backs this year that we've faced, but uh, Borders probably hits the hole as hard as any any quarterback slash running back we've seen this year. As soon as he catches it, he is wide open to, uh, to either it's off tackle right or off tackle left. And as Borders lines up in the shotgun, I'll just preview a matchup coming up at the end of the year for everybody. Borders might not be the best one we see this year. He just is so far. We're not going to talk about Trip Pinion tonight because we don't have to play him as Borders takes the direct snap and he's into the end zone as he juked and spun his way in, avoided a couple would-be tacklers, and that'll make it 27-0, making County possibly 28-0. But, yeah, folks, listen, uh, Gate Borders, I undersell nothing this kid is doing. Spectacular, might be the best running back or the best athlete at the quarterback position in terms of being a runner that we have seen this season. And, again, the scary part uh, is that in at the end of this year, uh, Tripp Pinion might be even better. Yeah, Tripp's a, Tripp's a great, great athlete. I've known Tripp and that family a long time. He's a great kid and a great athlete. At one point this year, again, folks, we're not going to harp on him too much because we got a couple weeks to prepare as it is up and good for Macon County. But if you haven't heard, uh, Tripp Pinion at one point this season led the nation in rushing. Yes, the nation, ladies and gentlemen. 107 to go in the first quarter. It is now 28-0. Tigers leading the Wildcats here on the campus of Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. Bernadette He, pulmonologist at the Livingston Clinic. Dr. He brings the latest knowledge on asthma, COPD, lung cancer, pulmonary hypertension, and sleep medicine. Call Dr. He and find answers to your questions. Call 823-4016 for an appointment. Part of the Livingston Regional family. 107 to go. Tigers leading the Wildcats 28-0 as they get prepared to kick it back off to the Wildcats. Making County just dominating this football game with physical play and with speed. As this is booted low, it's a kind of a pooch punt fielded by Geist in that 42 at the 25. Bounces off a would-be tackler at the 30 and falls forward to the 35, and I think they're going to rule him down. Uh, before, look like Kellen Heyer uh, right there <coughs> might have come up with the football, but Geist was down prior to the ball being stripped. One minute exactly to go. Tigers leading 28 nothing, And, uh, yeah, listen, David, we came into this knowing Macon County wanted to run the football, wanted to be physical, uh, but I'm not entirely sure that I, any of us anticipated the speed of Macon County. The physicality was a known aspect, but they are quick. Yeah, and they're, 
you look at them, you look at their sidelines, you look at the 11 they have on the field, I bet their defensive line, offensive line don't average 220 pounds. Here's Coffee having to make moves with his legs out of the gun <coughs> and well chased down and tackled there by uh, Luke Kostelek. The man there, I believe, on the tackle. What a job there by the uh, Macon County defensive line. Excuse me, I'm going to correct myself. Looks like that was Dawson Whitmore. Either way, a nice kind of tackle there to keep Coffee from breaking one big. Ends up losing a yard on the play. Makes it second and 11 with under 30 seconds to go. So probably the final play of the half right here. And Will Brown is confused. He ran out there and realized he was standing behind Jake Hughes. So it's five wide, Coffee dropping back, looking into the flat, and Hughes wasn't quite ready for that football. Threw it a little quick and behind him. Ball will fall incomplete. Makes it third and 11 with 9.7 seconds to go on the clock. I think right now you just just hand it off up the middle, run the clock out, get to halftime. You've got to make some kind of adjustments on offense at halftime. And defense also. You give up 28, well, 21 points from the defense. The defense hadn't played bad. They gave up two long runs that's killed us. But offense is just not, just not moved the ball. Coffee in the gun. Or yeah, he's in the shotgun with five wide. So he'll just take it on a quarterback run. Stays on his feet at the 40. He's at the 45. And then Borders is going to come find him. At the 47 and take him down. It's an, It is a Livingston Academy first down. But the clock will run out and that will bring an end to the half. The Tigers of Macon County at the half lead 28-0 over the Wildcats. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game sponsored by 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue, on the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner. By Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main, by One Bank, the Wildcats Bank. 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One Bank can help you. Member FDIC. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. We had an untimed down, or more accurately, they're going to say Hughes went down with a, uh, or whoever it was, it caught the pass. My fault there. Went down with a second left, so one more play. Coffee will take the shotgun snap, roll out to his right, avoids would be pressure, underthrown, and it will be intercepted at the 30 yard line by Ty Young. That will bring an end to the half. So Livingston Academy ends the half with a turnover, David Ledbetter. And i got to be honest with you, that feels very indicative of how the first half went. Just a, a very sloppy first half. It's 
no emotion. Uh, you're down 28 to nothing. Come back out in the second half, see if you have any life with you. 28 nothing indeed. 20 minutes to go, halftime here at Livingston Academy. It's LA trailing the Tigers. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game sponsored by 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue on the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner by Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main by One Bank. The Wildcats Bank, 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One bank can help you. Member FDIC. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Fall is here, and while football is on everyone's mind, it's also the perfect time to discuss how Twin Lakes Fiber Internet can make a touchdown for your business. With broadband speeds up to 10 gig, you'll receive priority service, local tech support, and performance quality that can't be beat. It's a game changer that'll boost your team's efficiency and guarantee your customers an unbeatable experience. Call us today at 476-2151 or visit TwinLakes.net to explore the winning plays we've gotten store for you. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so is the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. (laughs) 
or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Livingston Academy Football. Presented by Livingston Regional Hospital. From Livingston's own. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Livingston. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. The Tier 1 Halftime Report on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Live from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, where Macon County currently leads Livingston Academy 28 to nothing. As the Livingston Regional Game of the Week continues. Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Macon got on the board first, of course, because they're the only team that has gotten on the board, period, so far in this ball game. It went like this. Opening drive of the game with just 10-16 to go in the first quarter. Uh, Gabe Borders, the, for, the Mr. Football finalist last year, made it 7-0 after a 45-yard run. He then capped it off with a 15-plus yard rushing touchdown. It would be 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. Livingston Academy probably was feeling pretty good. Then everything went sideways. A blocked punt on a Livingston attempt, 25-yard return for a touchdown by Macon. It was returned uh, by Eli Warren for the touchdown. 14-0, Macon would make it with 9.15 to go in the second quarter. Then came a backbreaker, the ensuing drive by Macon County with 5.51 to go. A 68-yard scamper by Bradley Crawford on the first play of the drive. Made it 21-0 Tigers. And then starting at just the L.A. 18-yard line on their subsequent offensive drive, Gabe Borders would end that 18-yard drive with a 5-yard burst into the end zone, making it 28-0 Tigers with 107 left in the second quarter. Uh, Brody Coffey would attempt to try to put points on the board on what ended up being a final play for L.A., uh, after we thought the half was over, one second got put back on the clock. Brody Coffee in the offense trotted back out in five wide. Coffee tried to gun it. He well underthrew his intended targets, and an interception was made by Ty Young to end the half. Stop by Frontier Chevrolet Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Scores and stats still to come. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Nueva. 
When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Checking the first half key stats with one bank. And we'll begin with the visiting Macon County Tigers. Of course, have dominated on the ground. Not one single pass has been attempted by the Tigers. They do have one penalty for 10 yards and no turnovers. On the ground, it was a 68-yard burst uh, for a touchdown by Bradley Crawford. On top of that 68, he's got, what, 69, 74 and so just over 80 yards around, excuse me, 82 yards, in fact, for Crawford on the ground. On the other side, uh, runs of 38 and 25, the 25-yard run for a touchdown uh, by Gabe Borders. He, of course, has several because he's playing quarterback, does have several negatives, a negative of 18, in fact, uh, that basically negates one or more of his runs, did also have a five-yard touchdown he currently is sitting right around 50 or so yards with two tds on the ground for your livingston academy wildcats none of this is pretty folks uh two penalties for 15 yards uh a turnover there at the end of the half an interception of course that doesn't hurt them because it ends the half through the air brody coffee is let's see uh four for nine including the interception for all of about, uh, we'll call it uh, 18 yards. And then on the ground, uh, the long of 13 by coffee. That gives him, uh, if you don't include the negatives, the sacks and such, uh, it gives him around 13. It gives him 13 yards, actually. His other two runs are negative runs. Like I said, folks, tonight just has not been pretty so far for the Livingston Academy Wildcats. Uh, elsewhere on the ground, if you're curious, uh, six yards for the fullback, uh, Geist, uh, seven, ten yards for Jake Hughes on four runs, uh, and a yard for Trey Coleman and two yards for uh, Gage Hoffman so far in this ball game. That is a look at the stats from One Bank, the One Bank for all your financial needs. We're inside L.A. with Assistant Principal Ms. Jackson. And, Ms. Jackson, for those who don't know, every Wednesday, uh, of course, we, we hear WLV come and do the Wildcat Den. And a lot of the time you let us use your office to do a lot of the interviews. Um, I would say why, but I'm going to assume first and foremost just because you're a wonderful person. But also, what do you love about the kids? What makes L.A. special? Why do you choose to – put your office out there when I know you could be doing work? Well, it's just an amazing um, place to be here at L.A. Um, It has been a really um, 
good change for me. This is my first year here as assistant principal, and it has been a great change, and I've just really enjoyed getting to see a lot of um, my former students that I had when they were in sixth grade. Um, I've been able to, you know, see them grown up and uh, just get to see them at a different stage in their life, and I'm just, you know, always willing to open my office up to, you know, to let them speak out and, and have this opportunity, you know, to, to speak with you and um, be able to share what's going on in, in their life. What has that transition been like for you? Uh, I, I have to imagine it was it was a good time, but that also there were some difficulties certainly along the way. It has been um, – it's been a, a, a good learning experience, of course, um, but I had spent uh, about 20 years in the classroom um, as a classroom teacher, middle school mostly, and so uh, I had always uh, said that I never thought I would want to work at the high school level, and here I am, and I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, it, it's been a great transition. It's a very busy place here. Uh, not that the classroom is not a busy place, but uh, there's just always something going on, or you never know what your day is going to bring, um, you know, uh, and I think that's part of the 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 busyness of it or the even the fun part of it is just not knowing, you know, uh, what your day is going to bring, and you just... Um, may see you know all kinds of different different challenges good things um you know but but the kids are really um our students here are really really great there there's so many good good students and um there, there's a lot of good things that that are going on here a lot of people will tell you having that much classroom experience can be such a benefit moving to administration what do you think you bring to the assistant principal role and administration in general, having had 20 plus years in a classroom? Uh, yes, I um, have been thinking about uh, thinking about that a lot lately, and I had just mentioned this to a, a couple of, of classroom teachers here this week that I feel like I'm an observer. Um, I feel like I'm one who who likes to to sit back and and watch things, and and I just hope that by being that observer, um, that will help me to grow and help me to be able to to help our our faculty or staff and everybody here. You know, um, just being able to to watch and see things, watch and see things, how, how things are uh, completed or carried out, and how can I help? You know, what can I bring to the table, um, you know, just to help in, in any way that I can. But I do think, you know, classroom experience is important. I think, um, I think um, you know, a lot of times classroom teachers, they appreciate, you know, um, if they have an administrator that's, you know, been in the classroom uh, for many years. And I know, um, you know, as a classroom teacher, I felt like I valued that, you know, in, in our administrators. And um, just, you know, because if you've recently been there and, you know, been in the classroom, you know, you know what's going on and, you know, you just have that connection. Um, so I just always want to be approachable and, you know, um, I hope that I hope that I am and I feel like I am, but I want them to know that, you know, I'm approachable and um, love to love to see and talk to them and love to get out in their classrooms. That's something that, um, you know, you I, I think you always when you when you leave the classroom, you, you worry that you will really miss you know, being in the classroom every day. Um, and so I do enjoy getting back out in the classroom and, um, you know, getting to see um, all the, the fun things that are that are going on. 
Yeah, a lot of people tell you it's the kids, right? You miss the direct kind of connection and, and interaction with the kids. So how do you supplement that? What do you do as an assistant principal to still get out and be amongst the student body and be amongst the kids? So um, we like to try to get out, you know, in between when classes are changing. Um, administration, we like to try to get out um, in the building, um, you know, different places in the building, um, you know, being out in the mornings in the hallways to greet the students when they come in, um, you know, and just to speak to them and for us to be visible, you know, out in the, in the hallways with the students. Miss Jackson inside L.A. here at Livingston Academy on WLIV. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Halftime Report. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional Family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryant and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, the first of several tests in the AFC South Division for the Titans, and the first one on the docket, the Indianapolis Colts. Coach Mack, everyone in the division at a log jam at 2-2 two and two after four games, but that doesn't mean this one isn't a big deal. Every week is, but this one really is because it begins division play. Yeah, it begins division play. In the first month of the season, things are starting to flesh out across the league. It's clear in the AFC South, as you said, Rhett, everybody's two and two. And so you, everybody will start to separate themselves. And the biggest area to separate yourself is in division play. This is on the road at Indy. So a win up there really counts like two if you can win on their home court and then take serve away from them up there. So as you said at the outset of this, big game. And they're always – every team's motivated for different reasons, but they they let one slip away at Lucas Oil Stadium uh, last week against the Rams, Rams were up twenty three nothing. They climb back into that game. They force overtime only to see that, uh, you know, that dart that Matthew Stafford threw to rookie Puka Nakua for a touchdown to finish that up twenty nine twenty three in overtime. But uh, this is with Anthony Richardson back from concussion protocol and a quarterback that the Titans have not seen all year. Not that type who is big, athletic, strong. Fast. We saw all of that at the combine through the draft process, and he can extend plays using his body. Yeah, this is going to start a two-week process against running quarterbacks, guys that can hurt you with their legs, starting this week with Anthony Richardson and then going into London with Lamar Jackson. Anthony Richardson is a generational athlete, generational talent 
Only played 13 games at Florida, but you could see the talent. I mean, we vetted him in the draft. We vetted him up there at the Combine, and they're doing some nice things with him. And as you, He's played three games because, as you said, he was out one with concussion protocol, but he's dangerous, Rhett, both on scheduled runs and unscheduled runs. So it's going to take everybody on defense, and the best defense against him is, is offensively we need to keep we need to keep the ball and be able to drive the field and score like we did last week and keep him over there on the sideline. Anthony Richardson, 5.7 yards per carry when he runs with the legs, four rushing touchdowns already to Coach Mack's point. But the rushing game period uh, has some decent talent there. Zach Moss has done a nice job, 4.2 yards per carry, a rushing touchdown himself. And we're going to see, but Jonathan Taylor is back in the mix in this and has started practicing if they put him back there with the aforementioned Anthony Richardson, that could present a problem. So defensively, what is the game plan for Shane Bowen and the two-tone blue? Well, you got to be solid up front. you got to be gap conscious, and then you're going to have to plus one. And plus one means you're going to have to have somebody responsible for the quarterback on scheduled runs. I'm not just talking about scrambling and moving around. I'm talking about scheduled runs, you know, like playing the options. So that's going to be a big part of this defense. As is custom in Titans preview. What are Coach Max keys to a first AFC South division win and another AFC win on the road against the Colts? Can't let Anthony Richardson take the game over. That's number one. We cannot do. You just cannot let him, you know, be the X factor to take the game over. You know, take 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 him out and then take your chances with everybody else. We're going to have to be able to, they've got, Michael Pittman Jr. is one of the best combat catchers in the league. Alec Pierce, the wide receiver. And then Josh Downs, a rookie that's going to play in the slot as a really fast player. We can't let the ball go over the top of our heads. And then the run game, if Jonathan Taylor does play, we know what kind of athlete he is. And so it's going to be a gang tackle group on him that's got to be very, very important. We've got to block those people up front offensively. We need to continue the cohesion in the offensive line that they displayed, especially, you know, throughout the game last week uh here here at Nissan here at Nissan Stadium against against the Bengals it's going to be important and then turnovers Rhett we, we've got to protect the football because we cannot give these people a short field up there because you know it's going to be loud 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 they need this game as bad as the Titans do so here we go the Titans and the Colts it's this Sunday chapter one of two between these two teams as they are in the AFC South division And Titans Radio coverage will be ready for you. The award-winning Titans Countdown presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans is on the air at 11 Central. And then kickoff set officially for 12.02 Central with the voice of the Titans, Mike Heath. And, of course, the man of the hour here on Titans Preview, Coach Dave McGinnis. For Coach Mack, I'm Red Bryan. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Titans Preview. The second half in minutes. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. 
Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play. NorrisSupercycle.net. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. I'm Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Kewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sport you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. The Wildcats play here. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well. Live well. Neighbors here for your health. Livingston Regional. Macon County at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. Kicking off to Livingston Academy. And David, you talked about it. Uh, This is where you find out what you're made of. You got to come out. You get the ball to start the half. How do you respond if you're the Wildcats? Uh, Can't just It's 28-0. See, see what what kind of men you are right here. Let's just, just settle in, play football. 28 nothing, and this is going to be fielded by Caden Weitzel, I believe, at the 10-yard line. And he will fight forward to the 24-yard line. That is where the Livingston offense will take over. Be interested to see, uh, do they stick to the power running game that they had to uh, begin this ball game? Or do they kind of go back to what we've seen all year, more of that four-wide, three-wide shotgun, and that is how they're going to start. Four wide receivers, or three wide receivers in the tight end, Gage Hoffman. And Coffey is in the gun with Coleman on his left hip. Shotgun snap, hands off Coleman. Coleman through the hole and finds a three-yard gain. It's a pretty good start right there, just... Yeah, you're down, like I said, we're down 28 nothing. Got an injured player. Wildcat there. down here, a, a lineman on the field. Don't want to, can't quite catch a number. So, uh, that's Matthew, is that Matthew Slate? That is what I am thinking. Uh, but we will find out here in just a few moments. 11.39 to go in the third quarter. Tigers leading the Wildcats 28 nothing. We have a Wildcat down at the 27. Hi, this is Emily Gibson, your Twin Lakes Security Consultant. Halloween is just around the corner, and as spooky season approaches, it's crucial to ensure your home stays safe and secure. Twin Lakes Security offers doorbell cameras, video monitoring, smoke and motion detectors, and more. 
For additional peace of mind, add smart home automation so you can control your system from anywhere using your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Imagine the peace of mind knowing that you can see who's at your doorstep even when you're out trick-or-treating with your little ones. Call 528-2005 or visit TwinLakes.net now. Matthew Slayton, the man who was down at the 27, he walked off under his own power, and now we will resume action. It's second and seven for the Livingston offense, trailing 28-0 with 11.5 to go in the third. Three wide receivers wide. Coffee takes the gun, overthrows Parrott a little high, and coming around on the slant, that'll make it third and seven. Yeah, you had him. Uh, Carson had a, uh, had a stay up right there and was – was open, Brody just just threw it a little bit too high. 11.25 to go now in the third quarter. It's third and seven for the Wildcats from their own 27-yard line. Coffee in the gun, puts Coleman on his left hip. He sends Jake Hughes and Will Brown out wide to the near side. He has Carson Parrott wide out to the far side. Takes the snap, looking, had Hughes across the middle, now bails out to his right. Looking, has got to get rid of it, throws it up for Parrott, nearly intercepted by Bradley Crawford. And that'll fall incomplete to make it fourth and seven. I don't know if that was a designed run or because Carson was all alone on the far side lined up, but he was blocking like it was a run play and then – as soon as Brody scrambles, Carson took off down the field for to catch, try to catch the pass. But I, it looked like it was maybe a designed run call or Brody and, and Carson weren't on the same page, one of the two. Either way, Watson now stands back at his own 13 for the punt. It's high. He has to step back to the 10 to make the catch. And now a low driving kick that will sail out of bounds at the 36-yard line. So despite not necessarily looking great off his leg, took a couple good bounces, and Macon County will be forced to take over at their own 36-yard line. I think right here for Livingston Academy, I'm I'm almost, me personally, I'm just putting nine guys in the box. If you're going to beat us, throw it over our head, then then so be it. But, you know, we said at halftime, pretty easy to keep up with Macon County stats. It's either Gabe Borders or Bradley Crawford, and they're the only two that's touched the ball the first half. So they got 166 yards rushing between them. I believe I put nine guys up there and say, hey, throw the ball. And now they're going to put Brandon Warren at quarterback with Borders at running back. They're going to hand off to Borders, and he'll fall forward to the 40 for a gain of four. But we've got a, we've got a, a new court, new man taking the snap. I probably shouldn't say quarterback because truth be told, Nobody's throwing the football tonight. It's just a bunch of running backs. Back a bunch there. of running backs taking direct snaps, handing off to each other. But that might be a break for Livingston Academy because when uh, Borders catches it, when he's playing quarterback, he catches it. He's basically catching it on the run, and he's hitting the hole hard. Right now he's having to kind of delay to take the handoff. So Warren at the quarterback position, the senior, will have Borders, the junior, as he takes it, puts it in the chest of Borders, and off to the races goes Borders. He's to the 45, and is finally brought down at the 46-and-a-half, right at the first down marker, but they're going to go ahead and gesture. It is making County first down. 
Clock continues to roll. 10-19 to go in the third quarter. Making County leading 28-0 and looking for that ever-pivotal fifth touchdown. It would make this a running clock for the remainder of the ball game. Once again, Warren in the gun. Borders on his right hip. They gesture two tight ends to the left side. So if I had to guess, it's Borders going to the left. Well blocked. He's at the 50. He's at the 45. Tries to cut back inside, but stepped out of bounds at the 44. And so that'll be another first down, or is it second and one? I believe he gained nine as well. Second and one for the Macon County offense. And the clock actually stops because he stepped out of bounds. 9.57 to go, third quarter. Ball at the L.A. 44-yard line. And they trail 28-0 to the Tigers of Macon. And now we're back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's just generally that's Bradley Crawford in the backfield. Warren's still going to take the snap and run it himself. And look at this. Now Warren can do it. 40, 30, 20, 10. Five, Brock down inside the five at the three, but now Braden Warren is going to have a 40-ish yard scamper. Yeah, they just, uh, right now it's just snap it to whoever's back there and let them take off running. I mean, here's the, look, truth be told, folks, yes, these guys are athletes. Yes, they're quick. Yes, they're agile. All of those things. But you got to give it up for an, an offensive line that we came into this game talking about how, Sure, they want to run. They're undersized, though. Can they? This offensive line is blocking everything. Yeah, we've seen we've seen Upperman earlier this year, and Upperman's got some big dudes. Mm-hmm. Well, they 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 held their own against Upperman's. As another attempt here, a direct snap, I do believe, an attempt to get into the end zone. Gage Hoffman leading the corral of Wildcats to hold Braden Warren out of the end zone, and well, now lost they're going to. They're going to trade. Uh, looks like they're going to trade out Bradley Crawford for Borders. Send Warren over to get the play, but uh, the Mister, the uh, possible Mister, few ball, fo- Mister football finalist for the second straight year, uh, back in the ball game. Eight forty to go in the third quarter. Second and three with the ball on the three. Got an injured player for Livingston Academy. Looks like Jordan. Is that Jordan Geist? I believe maybe. Let's find out. That is, yeah, Jordan Geist. Trotted off the field. Jordan Geist trotting off, running out to replace him, Kanan Williamson. And now Warren set to take the snap at the three. It's high and over his head. Borders is running back there to grab it. He tries to pick it up. It's still on the floor. I think Livingston might have it. I think Livingston has that football. They, I'm waiting on the gesture, but it sure did look like they came up with it, and they did. Wildcats will recover a... What's going to go down is a fumble, but really just a bad snap over the head of uh, Brayton Warren. And that is a break for the Wildcats with 8.19 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, that's one of them where you, you hope Borden don't, Borders doesn't pick that up because he's so elusive he could have he could have just took off with it. But he tried to pick it up, and then usually when you try to pick up a fumble, it, it doesn't bounce your way. And big break for Livingston Academy. They're going to stick, though, to the offense we've seen all year. Out of the gun is Coffee. Coleman now going to gesture out to the left in the flat, and they're going to throw to him. It's through his hands. Let him a little bit too much, did Coffee, 
Incomplete, second and ten. Yeah, I think they're dealing with a little bit of a slippery football. Uh, if Trey catches that, he's got a uh, he's got a lane right there. Eight fifteen to go in the third. It is second and ten for the LA offense at their own twenty yard line, trailing twenty eight nothing, and playing for a bit of pride here. Coffee in the gun brings Jake Hughes, the man in the backfield, to his right hip. Dropping back, throwing immediately, a timing route. Finds the wide receiver, I believe that's Parrott out there, who gets past the 30 to the 35, and that's a first down for Livingston Academy. Yeah, pick up a 14, just a simple curl. We said it all night. Bacon County's got eight guys in the box, no safeties in the middle of the field. Carson just runs about a 10-yard curl. Nice throw by Brody right there. Clock will roll under eight minutes to go in the third quarter when they break the huddle. It's Hughes again in the backfield with Coffee. Directly behind him. Now Hoffman will motion over to the right side, and Hughes will motion to the left hip of Coffee. Fakes the handoff to Hughes. Coffee keeps it himself and spins down to the 40 yard line, a gain of five. A little misdirection. Fake the handoff to Hughes around the right side. Brody just keeps it right up the middle. Good job by the offensive line. Open it a hole. Pick up a six right there. Jake Hughes will run off as Trey Coleman runs on. Coffee goes about halfway to the sideline. Gets somewhere around the hash marks to get the play from Matt and Hauser. And this is where our offense has been good all year. Second and four, second and five. Give yourself a good shot on third down if you, if you don't pick it up on second. Coleman on the left hip of Coffee in the gun. One wide receiver to the far side, two to the near side. Hand off Coleman. Coleman through the hole, dives forward with a man on his back and gets another Livingston Academy first down. Got a little momentum right here. Offensive line's blocking well. Got a little momentum. Kind of keeping making County guessing. Got a couple of pass plays and then a couple of big runs. First down. Under seven minutes to go. First and ten now from their own 46 for the Wildcats. Still trailing 28-0 in the third quarter. Coffee in the gun, same formation. Two guys to the near side, one to the far side. Takes a shotgun snap. Looks in the flat for Weitzel. Hits him. Caden Weitzel at the 50, at the 40, at the 35 before he makes contact with Borders. And is ran out of bounds. But, man, Caden Weitzel had all kinds of space to make something happen. Yeah, that's that play we were talking about in the first half. Slot receiver, safety, safety's way back. Linebacker's not coming out on him. Just stand up and throw it to him. So, clock, as he was ran out of bounds, will stop at 6.31 to go in the third quarter. Livingston now will flip the formation. They'll send two guys out to the far side there and then... Uh, no, they're going to motion now Whitesell over to this near side. So two guys near side, one wide receiver to the uh, far side there, a handoff to Coleman who broke the initial couple tackles, and then he's tackled from behind, which actually pushes him forward for about another two yards and ultimately a gain of about six. Another big hole by the offensive line. Good run by Trey, good hard run right there. Got hit about two yards and then just kept churning. Picked up an extra two or three yards. Second and five, the official ruling. As Livingston Academy, clock will roll. Goes under six minutes to go in the third quarter. It's Will Brown and Caden Weitzel to the far side. Jake Hughes alone on the near side. Coleman 
goes to the right hip of Coffee in the gun. Dropping back is Brody Coffee. Looking. Throws for Hughes, who has a step. Hughes can't come up with it. So great throw by Brody. Right at the back, right at the back pylon. The only person who's going to catch it is Hughes. And just off his fingertips. Third and five. As that was just out of the reach of Jake Hughes in that back corner. 5.45 to go. Third quarter. Third and five. For LA, I like the uh, the shot taken there. Yeah, it's third and five. You got you're obviously in two down territory now, twenty eight nothing. You got two downs to pick up five yards. A shift by the defensive line as Coffee's going to take the snap, run behind Coleman, looking for a first down. He's bopped, just kind of shoulder tackled there. I'm not sure he got to the first down marker, but he did get about three, maybe four. And does that make it fourth and one? They're going to have to measure this one. They may have to indeed. 5.18 to go. Clock rolling right here. This is the thing you hate to see. Okay, they're now going to officially say fourth and one. So clock at 5.05, fourth and one. As you said, certainly four down territory here. For the Wildcat offense trailing 28 nothing, bring in the and the big package. Going to bring in a bit more of a jumbo package, it seems. And offensive lines play good on this drive. Just put Brody Coffee under center right here. Quarterback sneak on fourth, and they may have to call timeout. Play clock's down to 10. We'll see if they have to do it. They haven't broke the huddle yet. Eight, seven. We're at five. Are they going to see it in time? Is Coffee going to get this off? Two, one. They do not. Matt and Hauser having to call the timeout. Five or four, excuse me, 4.32 to go in the third quarter. Fourth and one for the L.A. offense, down 28 nothing, but the ball sits at the Macon County 23. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. Bernadette He, pulmonologist at the Livingston Clinic. Dr. He brings the latest knowledge on asthma, COPD, lung cancer, pulmonary hypertension, and sleep medicine. Call Dr. He and find answers to your questions. Call 823-4016 for an appointment. Part of the Livingston Regional family. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week, 101.9 AM 920. to go in the third quarter. The jumbo package will have everybody around the football. Under center is Coffee. Fourth and one, and it's a fumble. Diving on it is Trey Coleman, and so Livingston will uh, quote-unquote retain possession, but diving on it doesn't really matter. It does not pick up a first down, and so it is a turnover on downs. Bad snap exchange, it seemed there between the center and Brody Coffey. That's yeah, a tough break. Had a good drive going for Livingston Academy and just fourth and inches, what you want. You know, offensive line, Brody made a couple of good throws on that drive. You get it to fourth and inches and just bad quarterback center exchange. So now the Macon County offense. Warren 
back at quarterback. Warren at quarterback. Hands off to Borders. Borders breaking a few tackles, wow. avoiding several guys, and turns what should have been a loss of one or two into a gain of three. He's small, but he Borders runs hard. Certainly a, an athlete, to say the least. Uh, you talked about it to open this ball game. a guy that when you get your hands on him, you got to bring him down. Seems like that might be easier said than done. We had three guys on him in the backfield and still couldn't get him down. Clock, 3.50 to go, third quarter, second and six. The Tiger offense, who remains up 28 nothing, still in a spot to put this at a running clock. Though when you run the ball as they do, and oh my gosh, it's a pass. Forward pass. A forward pass as Brayden Warren will take the snap, throw into uh, the far side flat. I'm, I'm going to go with that was, uh, I think that was Killian Jetton. It was, uh, there's two number nines on the roster. Right? I'm going to call that Jetton out there wearing number eight. Three and a half minutes, the clock uh, will continue to roll. I thought he went out of bounds. That's why I, I make that comment there. But nonetheless, he apparently did not. He maybe was forced out, so the clock is ticking under three and a half to go. Macon County, the offense and the gun is Warren. He's got Borders in the backfield. Takes a shotgun snap, hands off Borders. Borders bursts through the hole and a gain of four. As he goes from the 38 to the 44, so actually making a gain of six. Yeah, a huge hole opened up by Macon County's offensive line, and we've talked about this all night. Their offensive line, I'm looking out there, they're, what is that number, 69? 60, we got a 69, a 61. He's not even on the roster, but 69, I think, he's their biggest, biggest offensive lineman, and he might weigh, what, 240? Uh, case in point, Luke Kostelek, who is number 61, uh, is five foot seven and, uh, and 210 pounds. He's a freshman. He's out there on the offensive line. The handoff again to Borders. Borders this time goes left through the hole with a burst, breaking tackles, running past everybody. Will Brown, the only man who can catch him, and he will not. Borders, 34 nothing on what is a quick math 55 yarder. Something. He has some wheels. Yeah, Lee, he got through the line and he was gone. Yeah, it. it <laughs> we talk about the difference. We talk about the difference between just being quick or having and having game speed, right? It's one thing if you can run a, say, a you know a four four or something out of pads, um, but he seems to he seems to run like a four 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 five in pads. Very different. As the kick is up, and it is high, and it is good. So 35 nothing. Macon County will take the lead. And that, of course, here in the second half with 1.43 to go in the third, will initiate a running clock at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
Macon County set to kick off now once again to Livingston Academy leading 35 to nothing. And that will uh, begin the running clock. As back to receive it are a couple Wildcats, Braden Story and Caden Weitzel. It's going to be super short kick, uh, though, to Hoffman, who fields it at about the 35. It's immediately ran out of bounds. So that is where the Livingston offense will take over. Uh, 35 to nothing, running clock, offensive last possession. Put together a good drive, just got stalled out on a bad quarterback center exchange. Now it's pride time. Now is let's see what you got. You're down 35 to nothing. Let's don't quit. Just keep fighting. Coming out for the Livingston offense in the gun will be Braden. Or I always do that because him and Story are next to each other on the roster. Brody Coffee with Trey Coleman in the backfield. Coffee will take the shotgun snap, hands off Coleman, and Coleman is immediately met at the 45 yard line for no game. Clock is at 30 seconds. If they choose to, they could run another play, but won't have to here in the third quarter. There's just not been any any running lanes for, for Livingston Academy tonight. Well, when you're going up against the defense who faces, uh, you know, who faces Braden Warren and Bradley Crawford and Gabe Borders every day in practice, I'm not really surprised. When you see those guys every day, real easy to play run defense. Coffee looking deep. He's got Bilberry and just out of reach. Beautifully defended by Xavier Bentley. I believe, that hit, I believe that hit Daniel in the hands. It's good defense, but it's a perfect throw by Brody. I don't know if that thing got tipped at the last second. or Bentley might have gotten a hand on it either way. Brings an end to the third quarter. Put your fours in the air. Tigers leading 35-0 over the Wildcats here on the campus of Livingston Academy. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so is the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Coffee looking deep again. Here's Bilberry, who actually has to turn into a defender as that was slightly underthrown. Xavier Bentley back there again in coverage. And on the third and ten, it was a deep shot again by Coffee to Bilberry, incomplete once again. Fourth and ten, and looks like they will trot. Dan, uh, Dylan Watson out there to punt once more. Tough break 
for Livingston Academy tonight. Uh, of course, Tigers of Macon County leading 35 nothing. So at this point, uh, the clock is running regardless of what happens, barring uh, injury or timeout. An extra man having to run out there late for Livingston Academy is uh, they only had 10 guys on the field there. So now Watson, snap is back, nearly over his head. He has to back up to get it again. This time no pressure, so plenty of time to get the punt off. Comes down at the 40, takes a Macon County bounce back to the 45. Got a flag. And do see some laundry back at the Macon County 40, or sorry, the Livingston Academy 40 as we begin the fourth quarter. First and 10, Macon County from the 47. See what the call is, as they would have the ball at their own 47. But what is the penalty? Waiting on an official call here from the White Hat, and it will back Macon County up. Got a holding there on Macon County. So they will go from what would have been starting field position at their own 47 to beginning field position at their own 37. Ten minutes to go in the ball game, and they lead 35-0. And this is when I would anticipate we don't see Crawford or Borders again. We'll see uh, Braden Warren continue to take snaps here as uh, no reason to risk a bad snap. But he'll have uh, some subs with him in the ball game. Cole Stevens maybe at tailback. The handoff as this is well run by him. Avoids would-be tacklers at the 45, past the 50 to the 48, and he is on one play immediately into Livingston Academy territory. And I believe you are right. I believe that that is. 28. I don't have a 28. Well, their roster they give us is not, uh, yeah, it's, not very informative. No, it is not. It's quite all right. It is what it is. To be fair, as you pointed out, really only needed to know Bradley Crawford and Gabe Borders' name for most of this game. Warren will take another snap, the handoff to what we'll be calling Stevens, and this time he won't get nearly the same. I believe it's a gain of nothing. No gain there for Stevens. Tackled by Coleman. Tigers, 35-0, lead the Wildcats here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. 8.45 to go in the game. And it's just been a tough night all around for Livingston Academy here, David. Never got anything going offensively. Uh, couldn't stop uh, Borders or uh, Crawford defensively. They just, just been – there's not been a lot of life by Livingston Academy tonight either. No emotion, really. Warren will keep it this time and be wrestled backwards by Gage Hoffman. Again, a gain of nothing right at the line of scrimmage. You wonder with high school kids, and I want to be clear, they are high school kids, folks, so by no means do I expect them to have a similar level of focus to anyone at the next several levels. But you wonder if this isn't one of those situations where they had fall break on the mind. You know, is it is it looking ahead knowing you got the next week off? Um, it is worth noting Matten Hauser did uh, tell me that he would they would give the team several days off here in the upcoming week. And you just wonder if that didn't affect the mindset as uh, Warren keeps it. Wait, no. Oh, wow. I lost all (laughs) sense of the football. 
That was I'm, kind of a double handoff. Handoff was, to the tailback, handoff to the tight end, coming back around. And another Flowers is what we're calling him, number 25. Unbelievable. I mean, I just – I got nothing for that play, folks. I lost all sense of where the football went. I got you on that when I say no. You did. You saw the double handoff. Seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, Tigers just kind of – you know, slow and methodical down the field. Uh, it's fourth and nine, so it looks like they're going to hold out for the end of the play clock and call a timeout here. And right there. So timeout called by Macon County with 6.49 to go in the fourth quarter. It's fourth and nine for the Tigers as they lead 35 nothing over the Wildcats. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, Will Punt, the Macon County Tigers, Will Punt. Uh, It's Dede Tubbs, it seems, who has gone back to punt now. Tubbs will be the punter. Back to receive the punt is Daniel Bilberry. Tubbs calls for the snap. Gets some good block. It's high and short. So it comes down at the 35, takes a Macon County bounce. It'll be fielded at the 32. That is where the Wildcats will take over on offense with a running clock. One Bank is proud to be the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Visit your Livingston One Bank location and open an account today. One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 6.15 6.15 to go. The offense comes out. It will be the starting offense. Coffee and Coleman in the backfield. They'll have Hughes, Rocco Carwile, and Caden uh, Weitzel out there at wide receiver. And now they're going to run Coleman off as Mason Anderson uh, was out there to play running back. So Coleman had to sprint off the field. They're going to bring Weitzel in motion. Hand off on a jet sweep to Caden Weitzel. He cuts back up inside behind Anderson and gains about two. Uh, we're talking, we talked about their size tonight, Macon County size on defense. What they lack in size, they make up for in speed because they're all over the field. Uh, that that play right there, Weitzel on a jet sweep. Uh, I mean, you see the lane open up, kind of licky chops right there, and it closes very quickly. Coffee back in the shotgun with uh, Mason Anderson now going to gesture to his right hip. Two wide receivers to the far side, one to the near side, looking in the flat and overthrows Weitzel, let him too much. Yeah. Play again where just a slot receiver just kind of bubble screens out. Brody, he had yards. If he could, uh, Brody could have completed that, would just threw it over his head. Third and seven with under five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Making County. 35 nothing. just kind of trying to run this clock out. Livingston Academy looking for... Any signs of life, trying to find some points 
not unlike they did at Stone Memorial where late in that ball game, Brody Coffey kind of puts the team on his back for a drive and uh, finds a way to pick up a late score. Four and a half minutes to go now. Coffey will take the shotgun snap. Hands off to Mason Anderson. Maybe Mason Anderson's going to be the one with life as he finds himself all the way past the 50 at the 49. A great gainer there for the freshman running back. We've seen Mason Anderson do that all year. He gets a... He makes the most of opportunities when he gets in the game. Certainly has proven himself uh, worthy of getting more carries and turning the backfield into a three-man rotation instead of maybe a two-man as it was for the majority of this season. Under four minutes to go now. Three wide receivers out wide. Anderson in the backfield with coffee, and we've got a flag offsides on Macon County. So that should help out. The Wildcats on this drive move forward about five yards. We'll make it first and five with 3.40 to go in the fourth quarter. They'll have the ball at the Macon County 44. Coffee in that gun with Mason Anderson directly behind him. Carson Parrott, Rocco Carwile, and Caden Weitzel, the three wide receivers. Anderson now goes to the right hip and takes the hand off the left hip, excuse me, going to the right was Anderson. And Anderson will pick up seven. That's another first down. Another good hold. The starting defensive line for Macon County still in. They've got some subs on the back end of their defense, but offensive line this drive so far has opened up a couple of good holes for Mason. Here's Coffee in the gun with Anderson behind him. Three wide receivers are now Bilberry, Will Brown, and Carson Parrott. So a couple starters back out there on the field. Coffee looking, pump fakes, rolls to his left now, just tucks it and tries to run, and he is tackled after a gain of about three. Two and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Tigers, a 35-0 lead. Livingston Academy just trying to find a score uh, to limit the damage here tonight. At home. Just put something in the end zone. Just get some points. You don't want you never want to get shut out. Macon County is kind of a rival for us. You know, we've played them for years and years. You definitely don't want to get shut out. So you need to find some points on this drive. The more important thing is I don't think they've been shut out this year. I'm thinking back, I'm not sure. As Coffee's in the gun looking under pressure and now is just gonna be sacked. First sack of the game for Macon County. As they bring coffee back behind the line, losing a loss of about five. No, I don't think we have been shut That's out. That's what this I'm year. saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back. I'm not sure the Wildcats have been shut out this year. So, uh, with 135 to go, a chance to keep that streak alive this season at least. But coffee and the offense now in third and 15. They'll have Bilberry, Will Brown, and Carson Parrott. Out there at the wide receiver position, Mason Anderson on Coffey's right hip. Coffey dropping back. A man right through the middle under pressure, and Coffey trying to avoid all kinds of tacklers, but a free blitzer. It was Isaac McClard, McClaird, uh, who just uh, right through the, the A gap, the B gap. No one blocks him. Nobody picks him up, and Coffey will lose about another 10. Yeah, just they've done it all night, third and long. They've, they've sent the house. That time they sent all three linebackers, and one of them just come with a free rush. Under a minute to go, 45 seconds, in fact, and 
Fourth and 26, why not take the shot here? Uh, you have no choice. They're going to send three wide receivers, all three of them, Bilberry, Brown, and Parrott, here to the near side. Mason Anderson will stay in to block as Brody Coffey is just going to roll out. Guns it downfield. Parrott might be there. Intercepted. Coming out of nowhere with the speed was Weston Spears. At least uh, Weston Spears is the man they list, though they also list him as a guard. Either way, I, I mean, that cornerback came from the other side of the field, sprints all the way back, loops the interception, David Ledbetter. I, that's a perfect example of speed. the team speed. Speed. Speed all over the field. That'll also bring this ball game to an end. Macon County, 35 nothing. the win over Livingston Academy here at home at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on WLIV. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Your home for Livingston Wildcat Sports. Tonight's action sponsored by Livingston Family Health. The next best thing to your mom. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. By Premier Wireless, your hometown U.S. cellular dealer. 800 West Main Street in Livingston. Premier Wireless and U.S. Cellular. Mountain Farm International. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Mountain Farm International. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your home town team when it comes to plastic surgery like a tummy tuck botox liposuction or other confidence boosting procedure nelson aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services at nelson aesthetics they believe that beauty is not just skin deep it's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com the work speaks for itself at Nelson. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-4. It could save you money. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. 
Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital, from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. Now, the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Expertly trained pharmacist, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, ready to assist you with those family health questions. Ready to save you money on your prescriptions. R&M Family Pharmacy. Thirty-five, nothing. As the Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees the Livingston Wildcats stand at two and six, falling to Macon County by that score. Here's how it went down: a whole lot of it happening in the first half, an interesting third quarter, and then nothing in the fourth. In the first quarter, with just ten sixteen to go, it was a quick one by Gay Borders, a forty-five yard scamper that was capped off then by a. A uh, 20 or so yard touchdown rush. That would be the end of the first quarter. 7 nothing. Macon County would lead. And Livingston Academy feeling pretty good before everything went awry in the second. With 9.15 to go in the second quarter, it was a blocked punt, a 25-yard return, and a Macon County touchdown that would make it 14 to nothing. The return uh, was by Michael Shaver, who put that one. Or no, excuse me. Uh, was by uh, Eli Warren, who put that one in the end zone. Then on the subsequent offensive drive by Macon County, a 68-yard burst by Bradley Crawford on the first play of the drive, made it 21-0 with 5.51 to go. And the Tigers were not done. After kind of playing the field position game for a couple possessions, they would get to start an offensive drive at the L.A. 18-yard line. Can't do that or Gabe Borders will beat you. He ends it up or ends that drive with a five-yard touchdown, 28 nothing with a minute 07 left to go in the second quarter and an interception thrown on the final play of the second quarter by Brody Coffey would end the half. With 8.19 to go in the third quarter, Livingston Academy would recover a bad snap by Macon County, and despite being down 28 nothing, would feel like they had some life. They would get all the way down inside the Macon County 30 before their drive stalled on a bad QB uh, center exchange. It was a turnover on downs with 4.28 to go in the third. Three plays later, you guessed it, Gabe Borders on a 55-yard uh, just beautiful run where we remarked that uh, Borders had that kind of game speed in pads, still looked like he was faster than everyone, maybe going backwards on the field. A 55-yard run for him 
Made it 35 nothing with a minute 43 to go in the third quarter. That began the running clock. Nobody would score in the fourth, and that is how we reach our final score of 35 nothing. The Macon County Tigers defeat Livingston Academy, who is blanked for the first time this season. Breaking down tonight's action. The RM Family Pharmacy Post Game Report. Your family's health is their top concern. RM, Bradford Hicks Drive. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fun local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Post-game coverage continues on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And uh, David Ledbetter, this game decided by an outstanding performance by by Crawford and Borders, truthfully, for Macon County. You can also put a whole lot on their, their offensive line. Uh, but you look at it and you go, Gabe Borders ends up with 167 yards. Bradley Crawford with 82. Borders had three touchdowns. Crawford had one. Uh, Braden Warren. Uh, also had 28 yards in the ball game. Uh, Cole Stevens with 14, and Ty Young ended up with two. That's 293 yards on the ground. They have 301 total because Brayton Warren did throw one pass. He went one for one for eight yards. He threw to Killian Jetton for the eight-yard gain. Uh, four play, four penalties for 35 yards, and they did have a turnover. It was a uh, fumble on the other side for Livingston Academy. 64 yards total rushing. They were led by Mason Anderson, actually, who had 23. Trey Coleman had 15, and then uh, Jake Hughes had 10. Everybody else in single digits. Two for Weitzel, six for Geist, four for Coffee, and two for uh, Hoffman there, Gage Hoffman. Uh, through the air, 
Brody Coffee, 6 for 19, 54 yards, two interceptions, 118 yards uh, of total. Oh, 118 yards total between rushing uh, and passing the uh, receiving yards breakdown. 14 for Parrott and Hughes, 4 for Daniel Bilbury, which is really the biggest problem here. You've got to find a way to get Daniel Bilbury uh, more play there. And then Caden Weitzel led the team with 22 yards, receiving two turnovers uh, for Livingston Academy, both interceptions and just two penalties for 15 yards. That's maybe the uh, that might be the the, the storyline in this game. The positive you take out of it is two penalties uh, for the Wildcats in the game for just 15 yards. It's a final look at the stats from One Bank. A look at the numbers presented by One Bank. It's the One Bank for Wildcats fans. Game over. Coverage not. The R&M Family Pharmacy postgame report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. LA stands 2 and 6 with a 35 nothing loss to Macon County elsewhere around the UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet scoreboard uh, there isn't really much to talk about cuz it is a special edition a Thursday night edition Wildcat football you can look forward tomorrow night though uh, to several great matchups York taking on Stone in Jamestown uh, also, uh, you'll have a uh, game of the week, Jackson County playing host to Smith County on 
Uh, Sports Radio 104.7 coverage will begin around 640 for that one. So a lot to look forward to tomorrow night, but stop by Frontier Chevy Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a newer pre-owned vehicle. And remember, a full recap of all the action and interviews with coaches from tonight, from tomorrow night, Saturday morning at 9 on the High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. Dave Ledbetter, this game tonight, uh, a lot you could talk about. You could do positives, you could do negatives. Um, but There's some on both sides, but when push comes to shove, uh, 35 nothing going into the bye week and going into fall break is far from uh, what you expected, win or lose. Didn't think it'd be 35 nothing. Yeah, that's 35 nothing. I don't know if there's really anything positive you can you can take out of that for Livingston Academy. <laughs> Two penalties for 15 yards. Yeah, I mean, it's those uh, sorts of things, right? It's we talked about it. You know, maybe maybe they were looking for a fall break and and you know maybe didn't have their you know right frame of mind to to start this game and and i don't know this I, i'm, I'm kind of old school i don't think there's any excuse for that and i'm not blaming coaches i'm not blaming players no no, no blame just, but it's just uh i don't know they just there was no life in the team you can see when they run out of the the inflatable tunnel they had there there was just really nobody jumping around you know, slapping each other on the butt, good games. It was just there was none of that. Just just kind of flat all night, and then you know, defense come up with a couple of stops, and then offense just never could get it going. And then the block punt, it was kind of like a, the deflator. It was just fourteen nothing at that point, but it just took the life right out of Livingston Academy. Yeah, certainly took the air out of Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. A tough one tonight. A thirty-five nothing loss. For the Wildcats to Macon County, where, as you said, uh, just not a ton going right for Livingston Academy. Recapping the action. Stats, scores. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. A friendly staff to help take care of your family. R&M. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. 
Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional Family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Wildcat football, making County taking down the Wildcats 35 to nothing here tonight. Uh, elsewhere this week, it, it didn't go well for L.A. on the volleyball court either. A tough loss Tuesday night. The Lady Wildcats see their season come to a rather abrupt and unexpected end as uh, Upperman defeats Livingston Academy on Tuesday night in district tournament play. The Lady Wildcats end the season at 27-12. and 12. Five and three in the district. They had beaten Upperman both times in the regular season. Uh, head coach Christy Jenkins discussing uh, uh, with me earlier in the week that Upperman made some changes to the lineup, and the Lady Wildcats did not necessarily respond. Livingston's golf team, as well, eliminated in district tournament play. Head coach Buddy Sells was quite proud of his team, uh, despite being eliminated at that stage. Still one team left. In district tournament play, that is the Lady Wildcats on the soccer pitch. Uh, their district tournament will begin on Tuesday in Baxter at Upperman High School. Uh, the tournament just being played there. Livingston not necessarily taking on the team from Baxter, but should be a good time. Go out and support if you can. They did end the uh, year on a low note. Uh, West High School out of Knoxville defeating the Lady Wildcats to end the regular season. Two to nothing. That is a look around campus for Livingston Academy here on WLIV. And of course, this Livingston Regional Football Game of the Week was on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game produced by Robin McCullough. Production assistant was Jake Wallman. Next week, where will we be? Nowhere. It is a uh, bye week for the Wildcats. They will observe their bye week. Livingston Academy, or that is Overton County, will be on fall break, so there will be no Livingston football next week. So don't tune in, but do tune in for our game of the week next week. Of course, Cookville back in action next week. And want to make sure everyone tunes in tomorrow night. Sports Radio 104.7, Smith County visiting Jackson County, your game of the week here for us on Sports Radio. For David Ledbetter and our team, this is Colin Castleberry again. Tonight's final score. For the first time all year, Livingston Academy is blanked. They fall to Macon County and the Tigers 35-0 at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium.